Yo, 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 once again, we back this with just messengers podcast. Of course, I'm Mo. I'm Mike. You know, with just messengers Mondays, of course. You know, we got my dog Drew Money on the boards. Uh, 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 how y'all feeling? Feeling great, feeling great, man. First week of the season is here. Dun, 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 dun. My dog is here with the split jersey on. My dog came home and away. That's the best way to come. That's the best way to come. You neutral with it. Like you support either way. I ain't never did the split jersey. I'm going to have to fuck with that. This nigga came, Bryce was right. I just feel left out, but it's all good. Hey, shout out to the media team because I ain't even thinking about the play on that. The Bryce is right. The Bryce is right. That shit was dope when they did that. They had that ready to they go had that too. Ready. They had that ready. They had that ready. They, when, when they knew they was they was all in on Bryce, they they put the media team to work immediately. Like, hey, we need something for this man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm mad yeah. at it though, man. We here, man. We won NFL, bro. How y'all feeling, man? I'm feeling good, man. I'm excited <laughs> about the new regime, the new beginning. Um, feels good to be comfortable with a quarterback you don't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said that everything to you. As soon as I got in here, that's what I said. I like, yeah, man, everything see? else, man, is, you know, of course we're going to have the growing pains, but I'm not, like I said last week, I'm not really worried about Bryce. It's everything else. Right, right, um, right. And Drew, you got a new quarterback? How yeah. you, you know? My week one feels is great. Right. I, I can't even lie. My quarterback's black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My Lambo's blue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we out here, man. But yeah, I'm just hyped in charge right now, man. That's all I can say, man. We got Jacksonville week one, one o'clock today. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good game. That's how I feel. We got the Eagles off top. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. So- <laughs> off top. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all set y'all fantasy since we got a fantasy now? I said mine. I said mine. We good, All these damn injuries and shit. But we were getting into sports, man. But how everybody week been? Good week, man. This was good, man. This was good. I'm tripping, man. My daughter's birthday was yesterday. I got a nine-year-old. They got Milo. They got Milo. So it's like, you know, just had to make sure she's straight this week. Time goes by fast. Nigga, I remember the baby shower. Yeah. I remember she helped us win the Super Bowl. I remember that too. <laughs> I remember that too. 20- you couldn't, you couldn't get too excited because you, had her, yeah. you had, her. I had her in the bread basket. But yeah, I mean, we here, man. You know, nine years old, so man, you know, time go by yeah, fast. Yeah, time though. not real, man. Time not real, man. So a lot of kids, so a lot of people have birthdays this week that I know. So you know, shout out to all the Virgos, man. Yeah, it was definitely was a, a week full of um birthday. Big mm-hmm. up VP, man. VP birthday yeah. was um the Virgos went crazy this week. Yeah, like I mean, it, I I got on Facebook and you know Facebook always shows everybody's birthday and shit. It's like golly, I, yeah. I, I was always at the point where I'm just put a status out. Where is it? They was in troves this week, bro. Like no lie, like so, I knew a lot of people had birthdays this week, yeah. bro. And there's also some. It's interesting to see who's sharing whose birthday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. Knowing somebody from one way and knowing somebody from a different way and kind mm-hmm. of putting the two together to be like, wow, like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But um, Y'all share any birthdays with any celebrities? LeBron James. You and LeBron yeah, got the same birthday? Yeah. The same Tiger Woods. I think, I oh, think, it's a lot of December 30th birthdays, now that I think about I'm it. Is it 30th? Goat Day, yes, sir. I think mine, I think the only person that got my birthday is Trick Daddy. I remember looking that up a few years you ago. You and Trick got the it's, same birthday? Trick Daddy got the it's same fitting. birthday. It's yeah. fitting. <laughs> <laughs> what I supposed to mean, bro? Well, however you want to take it. <laughs> hey, man, I'll take it, man. Me, take me it. and um, and we got the same name. His name Maurice too. Fitting. <laughs> trick name is Maurice. His name Maurice, and he from he was his family from South Carolina. He do got some. I do remember he got some Charleston ties. So me, me and Tim Allen got the same birthday. The comedian Tim Allen, Home Improvement, Toy Story, yep. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. 
That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense, right? You can't make this shit up, bro. Me and Chris Evans at the same birthday, Captain America. Captain America. Olsen you would, If you was a superhero, I think you would be Captain America. Olsen twins, we got the same birthday. Damn, that's crazy. And uh, Luke James, the R&B singer, black dude. Black dog. Okay, okay, okay. That's we got lit. the same birthday. That's Damn. what's up, bro. The Olsen twins. I ain't heard them names in a while. You ain't gonna hear them in a while because he chilling. <laughs> that nigga's rich. <laughs> <laughs> How much bread you think they made off of... Uh, Full House and all that shit. But you gotta think, even after Full House, they went on a little Disney movie run too. They did. Yeah, they had. They was in. Uh, didn't they have a few movies after that? They probably did. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I can't remember. I know they were really popular though. Like even after uh, Full House. But they older sisters. Uh, is Wanda from Marvel? No way. That's the older sister. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, she's 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 an Olsen sister. She's not a twin, but yeah. That's a that's a older sister. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. I never knew that. It'd be a lot of actor ties within this shit. So dog off. Um, well, they net worth shit. Dog <laughs> off. Um, <laughs> what what they net worth is Drew? <laughs> Two hundred fifty million. They got money like that. Combined, the sister are worth five hundred million. Oh, that was two fifty a piece. <laughs> Hold up, bro. They getting money like that? Hey, you know who I do know who I didn't think had this much money? I looked up Madonna's net worth yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she, she got super brave. She's worth $850 million. I believe that. I believe <laughs> that. I did not know that. And most of that got to be music. No, nah, a lot of it real estate. Okay. okay. Yeah, she owns a lot of stuff around the world. But well, yeah, that's crazy. And Wanda's definitely the big sister. Tom. Yeah, she's the, she's the big crazy. sister. Yeah. Wow, the Olsen twins reckon that's why they've been quiet. Them yeah, you never see them, bro. They be at fashion shows and shit, just chilling, bro. Yeah, they skin hugging their bones and shit yeah. right now. Like, yeah, they chilling. Yeah, Those. they skin definitely hugging their yeah, bones. Yeah, they've been shit. on that type of shit yeah. too. Like, them niggas, yeah. nose very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, dog <laughs> off um the boys. His son, that's Dennis Quaid's son. Oh, for real? That's his son. And Dennis Quaid, he live he live in Mount Pleasant too. He moved here. He live in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, he lived he moved here a long time ago, bro. Nah, I, mean, I swear to God, my granddad, my granddad had some jobs out in Mount Pleasant. He met Dennis Quaid. Like he said, Dennis Quaid real cool. Dennis Quaid been living in, in Charleston for a while. I can see some celebs coming out here and getting ducked off. Ain't saying shit. Don't little John got a house out here? I heard he do. I heard he do. And so a few of them boys, they they got houses here. They just you just don't know. That is that I can see Lil John living here. Shout out to Dennis Quaid. Yeah, man. he's out. Um, Lil John had a spot. Should we been to? And it? James was wasn't on. it? James Allen? Uh, uh-uh. it was on. Um, Sullivan's. Yeah, Sullivan's. Oh, yeah, Sullivan. Oh, he real loud. Oh, he real duck off. He duck. Koozie type Ming. Yeah, 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 yeah. That have been at um his, his spot like two, three times. His uh his first cousin. Well, my homeboy's Greg. He married. Uh, little John. Her, well, she married little John. Oh, okay, okay. And that's uh, his first cousin. So we uh graduation party, all that shit was at the uh, they crib. Where? That's what's up. Yeah, she was dope, dope. He's a cool guy, very calm. Like all that, like you would never know. You probably never know. <laughs> real, real calm, like real calm. What? Yeah. Where, 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 where we uh, where we put little John all time? Like as far as like his contributions to rap. Mm. I mean, when we always talk about like the southern, the southern rappers in the southern, in the southern like, way, Lil John, Lil John really, I mean, really come he, up he, like that. I mean, he ushered, he ushered in like a whole movement, crunk, the yep. crunk movement. You gotta, you can't, yeah, you can't not acknowledge mind. that. Cause how old is Lil John now? He probably like in his 
early 40s, late 30s. 52. He's 52? Yeah, I'm about to say early 40s, you tripping. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Damn. Because yeah, you got to think, Wayne will be 41 in nah, a few you're weeks. right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, he ain't low. I mean, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we talk about Lil John contribution, like, in the whole, like, grand scheme of the South. I mean, he ushered in a, a whole new sound. So, like, you would have to put him up there. Where I just don't know. Um, I mean, because he's coming up during the time of like Luda really going crazy. Um, he came in at a perfect time to yeah. be real. That's when the yeah. South was that late, like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, but I think he was able to maneuver his way even when like the sound of Lil John kind of got obsolete. Like, niggas didn't want to hear, yeah, yeah, he on went every to the fucking EDM shit. Yeah, he yeah. went to the EDM, but also he was a DJ and shit. Yeah, too. yeah, he pivoted. Yeah, yeah. so it was. It was a nice, smooth transition. I feel. Mm-hmm. It ain't like we was like, damn, this nigga still doing this. Yeah, he knew. He knew what he time knew what, it was. Yeah. He, he, knew he time was able. To, I mean, at a fifty-two-year-old man, you see the progression. Yeah. you should. I mean, he wasn't at current day. He's fifty-two, but during that time, he clearly was an older gentleman coming throughout she that was, time. And I, now that you think about it, yeah. So to be able to pivot in the way that he was able to pivot, it kind of just makes sense. If if he's if he's mentally strong to do shit like so that. So shit, right. if John fifty-two, then. Oh three, he was thirty two. He was in his thirties, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Jay Z's in his early thirties too, back then. Yeah, yeah. I I figured John was. No, I kind of thought he was around that age. I didn't. I thought he was a little younger than that, honestly. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't look. He didn't look like he didn't carry himself as a thirty two year old back then. So you know, I thought he was like maybe in his mid twenties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, but overall, though, like, I mean. You kind of have to put them up there, like with the Three Six Mafia, as far as making a sound. I was about to ask if, if Lil John and DJ Paul did like a versus. That would be hard. That would be lit. That would be hard as hell, bro. Because um, yeah, with Usher went crazy. That shit did. That, oh, I mean, you gotta think. Four, you taking us You gotta back. think he had the the songs he did with Usher. He produced Freakily. He had all the little scrappy songs, the Trill Trillville. Crime mob. I think he did one with Pitbull. Uh, Pitbull. Pitbull. Like he he on the low, he got some shit. He got his own shit. I like shit, the girls. He, he B.I.B.I. Eat B.I. Off, he eat off songs if he wanted to for the rest yeah. of his life. Yeah, he got B.I.B.I. He got all kind of shit. He got some shit on the low. So that would be hard. That would be hard as hell. That'd be one of the, the good verses. Honestly. T-Pain. Can't forget T-Pain. Oh, yeah. He did yeah. records with T-Pain. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. See, and that was the thing. Like T Pain's sound kind of came and like took that that replacement of Lil John and his that yeah. wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, like Lil. Uh, I mean, I remember it was a BET award, one of them awards, and it was like this nigga, regardless of how T Pain played out or whatever reward was uh was given for whatever I think hip hop album or hip hop song of the right. year or some shit, the nigga was on every single feature. Of each song, it was like yeah. five different. He songs. won. He won regardless. Regardless, yeah. uh-huh. I think it was a. Uh, it was Kanye and um, Kanye featuring Lil Ta- Lil Pain, uh, excuse me, T Pain that ended up actually winning the award. But it just it was. I mean, it was a crazy time. I mean, oh four and going up. Mm-hmm. T Pain did hit hard though. Mm-hmm. I remember first hearing the um, I'm Sprung shit, and then he came right yeah, he back. He was very very young at that time. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how young T Pain was at that time, dog. Writing those big records. I think it was like 2021. At the time, I think he was like 27, 26, some shit. Facts. Nah, he was a young boy killing, killing dog. Like, but Lil John, yeah, Lil John really got a, I could see him getting uh, an achievement award. 
He definitely deserves his flowers. What's his contributions? I mean, his net worth is only thirty million. Not to say that's little or low money, but I mean, I feel like shit. A lot of rappers would die for that. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> They always say rappers don't really get their money off their music. They get it off other shit. Yeah, so other shit, if you yeah. establish yourself and you're able to take take that money and put it into something else, like that's that's very good. That's very very good. Yeah, hey, I mean he's on timeless albums and, and classic music. Mm-hmm. He, his voice will live forever. That's that's what you want from your artist. So you want your artist to come in and establish themselves and also be able to be fruitful post their peak. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, like you know, make and a the, great Dave, the Dave Chappelle skills did a lot for for um, Lil John too. Oh, for sure, oh, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> a did a whole lot for that nigga. Mm-hmm. He was even on that shit after a while. So shout out Lil John, man. Uh, you know, it was another group that I saw this yesterday. So uh, Johnny Gill had hits, Bell Biv DeVoe had hits, Ralph Tresvan had hits, Bobby Brown had hits. They all made up new edition. Not many groups can make the claim that their members all had success of this magnitude. And on I the thought solo, about on it. the solo pavia. Hell yeah. Well, like what other R and B group when everybody like had individual hits and was first of all, Johnny Gill getting added to that, that was, was like a that cheat code. That was a cheat code. Johnny Gill, code. Johnny Gill by himself was a fucking monster. He was though. he was that nigga. He was that nigga at one point. Shout all out to Johnny all Gill, of them, man. all of them were that nigga at one point though. Like we all know Bobby Brown was that guy. Johnny Gill was that guy. Ralph, Ralph was that guy. Like you know, hey, you know what? Shout, I, I want to give Ralph Chesvan some some props, man, because he was very selfless when it came to when it came to New Edition, bro. He really was like he did shit for the betterment of the group, and that shit don't really get talked about, like. He, he gets been, highlighted, but it's like, you know, Bobby He could have been his own star. Hell yeah. Could have been his own. Even when he think said- Think about everything I, that he was doing on the songs. Yeah. Yeah. I think he spoke on that at one point. He was like, you know, when Bobby, when he, I think when Bobby came back, he was like, he was scared at one point. Like, he, 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 he didn't think like, you know, he would be who he was anymore. Mm. That was around what? 95, 96? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to think. I'm like, yeah. This ain't like the late 80s. Shit, shit, shit was changing. Yeah, shit was changing. Mm-hmm. And then shout out. I, I, even when you think about Bell Bit DeVoe, I mean, when they, my mom was telling me when they first came together, everybody was a little bit skeptical about like how they was gonna be, but that shit took off. I mean, they have a they have a wedding song that's forever and that's gonna be for, stand the test of time. That's a fact. <laughs> shout out BBD. You see what I'm saying? Like, and then even even. Like uh, Michael Bivens on the business tip, and he even said himself, he like, bro, I already knew I wasn't like as talented yeah. as everybody else was. He definitely Michael, a good businessman. Hell though. yeah, Mike was always killing on the business tip, bro. But he, I, he also always stuck uh, had his hands on other acts too while doing the new edition thing and the BBD thing. No, new edition might be the blueprint because he signed. Uh, he had another bad creation. He had a few other acts too. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. yeah, he always was managing other acts too. So he was always on the business side. I want to bring up another group real quick, but I still, I'm going to stay on a new edition. So, um, with Michael, with Michael Bivens and just the whole click, I think Mike was really like the glue for new edition as far as like the business tip and keeping shit together. Cause you got to think when, when they had all that shit going on, Mike was really the one like holding that shit down, keeping that shit afloat. Mm-hmm. That shit could have, I think they could have been broke up if it wasn't for him. 
That's just my perspective. Yeah, on the Mike whole Parr shit. was one like, yo, like this. We got all this shit. At we got a goal, man. We got a goal. Like, yeah, like let's just keep this shit going. Like, and I think when it came to success of individual, I think they had a blueprint. Yeah, you can't argue that. That's a true statement, though. There's never been another group where it had individual successful artists and they were successful as a group too. I think talent wise, they could have individually been great, but they just didn't do it. Boys and men, all of them could have seen. I think what Juan Ye was the only one that tried a solo thing in it. I don't think Juan Ye had a solo career, did he? I can I think he dropped some solos, like some singles. I don't think they was big singles though. Yeah, but I mean, even when you look at certain groups, you always know it's that one who's yeah. gonna be like, I. Right. Like we look at Drew Hill, who could have been the two? I think it's only Cisco and uh, what Big Dog name is. I forgot Big Dog name. You think he was the one though? He was one of them. He could have had a solo career for sure, for sure. He could have been Ruben Sutter before Ruben Sutter. I, that's what I thought of when I first thought of, I thought of like <laughs> Real the, shit. the OG Ruben. Hell yeah, he's like really like the OG Ruben. Yeah. And shout out to Ruben, man. I don't know what he got going on now, but shout out to Dog. I heard from him in a minute. Ruben was supposed to be like on that on that next Gerald Levert type shit, man. But he, he ain't shout out to Gerald right. Levert. Yeah, R.I.P. Gerald Levert. R.I.P. Gerald, man. He had some shit going. On. I mean, he definitely had some hits moving, but I mean, they really put it on for the big dudes, man. They yeah. ain't really had to be out there, you know. Well, yeah. well, we got to shout out the original OG of the big dudes, Barry White. Yeah, Barry White, man. Yeah, that's, so. that's the OG OG. I remember I was watching a clip of his when he was talking about his process of uh, making music. Mm-hmm. That nigga was a fucking monster in the studio, dog. That nigga was a monster in the studio. But shout out to Barry, man. He he really set the uh, the path for them too. So, hey, man. Is that the same clip when he was talking about producing the album for Marvin Gaye? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy too. So this had to have <laughs> been like what seventy six? Yeah, because he said he was going to produce the, the album right before Marvin Gaye died. They talked about it. And he said, like, right after that Marvin Gaye pass, that would have been a monumental album party. <laughs> if Barry would have had brought some other shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> so who 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 would be the best uh, big man vocalist of all time? I I love Barry, man, but I'm I'm more I was more on that Gerald tip, man. You think Gerald got him? I don't think he got him. I just feel like me personally, I'm a I'm gonna listen to more Gerald over Barry, and I love Barry White, but I think I'm gonna pick Gerald. Gerald had the swag too, man. Gerald, he did. Gerald come through with the teddy bear chain on niggas. <laughs> he was coogied out. He was rocking coogies and shit too. Like, you know, he a smooth nigga too. Like, he was talking that shit too, man. Like, you, you know, get up in your girl ear real quick. You know what I'm saying? No, that's facts. That's facts. Like, that's facts. You got to think he got it from his pops. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, you know what I'm saying? He, he was coming through with the good game. So you know Barry had the game too. No, I ain't, I'm not taking nothing away from Gary, but I'm, I'm listening to more, I was listening to more Gerald, man. I think I gotta put. Then he had the LSG. He was it was the LSG wave too. Mm-hmm. That was a good group too. I like that group. I gotta put him up there. I probably matter of fact, Mo, you might be right. I might put Gerald Levert up there. I gotta Gary go, White. Gerald, man. And if Dog from Drew Hill would have had a, a solo career, I would have put him up there too. But. He was only within the group. I'm trying. There gotta be some other. Uh, well, we already said Ruben. Said Ruben already. That's it, really, man. Yeah, that's it, really. Yeah, we ain't had more, man. Y'all probably gotta get y'all. Y'all gotta get a uh, 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 somebody, man, to come back, man, and hold it down. Cause all y'all got is raw wave right now. 
<laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Hey, shit, man. Little shot at Ron Will. I'm just saying, hey, man, man. Shit, man. Somebody write me an album, man. I'll go in there and get it done, man. You got some vocals for that? I'll, I'll get it done. You can you can make anybody sound like something. No, I was about to say, man. Get in your AI so, bag. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. shit, the, the Grammys thing is cool. So, shit, why not? What y'all think? What y'all think about that, man? Hey, man. If the Grammys say it's cool and niggas been crying and get accepted from the Grammys all this time, so we got to be cool. So the Grammy so board said it. they'll accept. Well, I feel like they gotta have their own category then. Nah, you probably gonna blend it together. I don't think you can lump that together. I don't think so neither. But I mean, just I have their own, have their own separate genre. AI? Hell yeah! I don't loot them in with the real vocalists. I don't bro. think they're gonna do that. Why wouldn't they? Because why would why would they though? If they are AI generated. I agree with you. I'm saying I agree with you, but I I'm just going off what I seen how the Grammys. The Academy carrying on, I don't think they would. All right, do so that. let's say for example, you have an AI generated singer, right? Or 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 a portion of a song uh, yeah, AI okay. generated, and they sound like Summer Walker, mm-hmm. and they're getting nominated with Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. She don't win, but the AI generated wins. So the Academy, they accept the AI vocals, they accept the AI writing, and they accept the AI like composition and shit. Mm-hmm. They accept and all that. Mm-hmm. So we can very well get to a point where like. You know, because they do, they I think they do like songwriting awards too. They can very well give it to AI, like some AI shit. But don't, I don't think you can lump them together. I agree, but I mean, who's to say that they don't? That's all I'm saying. You talking about right now? I mean, for what Grammy's coming in February, right? Mm-hmm. Who's to say that they don't lump all that shit together? In if February? they do, I'm saying they shouldn't do it. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, I don't think they should, but from going off what I seen how the Academy carry on, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like you you treading in. It's that's because then everything would be open though. It's choppy waters. You're not separating the art itself. You get what I'm saying? I think this kind of ties in with the with the whole like writer strike shit too, because that's that plays a part in all of this shit. They trying to they trying they trying to unify all of this shit, man. Well, then don't award the AI the shit. Just award the writer. I think that's what they're trying to. They're trying to make it seem like they're trying to justify the, the the pay wages and shit like that. Like, I think in a way, this might be a theory of mine, a conspiracy of mine. I think that's how they're trying to make it okay to give these cheap royalties or these you know these low paying royalties to the actors, low paying streams, stream payouts to the artists. Like shit, we can get computers to do this shit, and you know, in a way. It kind of ties in. All right, you got me. You got some more on that because I'm trying. I'm trying to think of how that can work. Why? Why? Why would we keep? Why would we up the stream payouts from fractions of a penny when we can just have a a program that we just buy out that makes music that we can just get all the money off the streams ourselves. So automation taking over in the music industry. They can automate. They can automate music. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Basically, like automation taking over everything in the world. Yeah. We we might get to that point. I mean, it's a conspiracy. I could be wrong. But Record label saving money by not signing artists. In the headache, we don't even got to break down the payments no more. We're I don't got to call you and ask you why you late for this and this and that and third. We don't got to hear y'all crying about receiving a fraction of a penny. Now y'all not getting shit. We just pay this. We just pay this computer. Damn, I don't, I don't know. That's nasty, though. That's real nasty. Nasty as hell. 
with, with time frame, I still feel like you gotta have that in per that that person experience though. They gotta be some type of line with this shit though. Yeah, I mean, cause we cause we, what about concerts? Then? We bring soul to shit. That's what I'm saying. What about concerts and shit? I mean, shit. I don't know, man. Cause on one end, I just seen Gunna have a whole nineteen thousand person crowd that under control. Matters. That matters. So I mean, what y'all, what y'all gonna y'all gonna have holograms of the people or something? Like who knows, man. We seen the first hologram eleven years ago. Damn, that was eleven years ago. Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, I mean, they still got them too. They still got the uh, hologram concerts. They, I feel like they. Yeah, just, they still do do. It. I yeah, feel like right. they just have uh, rotated to more of like the metal world. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Because like uh, um, they have concerts all the time in the metaverse. Yeah, you had told us. Yeah. That. So I, but it's it's literally a hologram. Yeah. Shit, you go to basketball games in the metaverse, but that's, that's but it's live. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know how it's it seems like a it's just I don't know that's just a little different. But I'm ready for them to put the NFL into the fucking metaverse. Yeah. Now. that's just gonna be next level. But I think that's it's in preparations now, just to see the camera angles. How you start to see certain certain shit with when they playing around with this camera and stuff. They are gonna have a VR camera. Soon. Right, right. So if artists, so if artists. I think they'll start getting to the point where it would come reverse again. And what I mean by that is the artists begging for deals. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like how now the, the labels, they go out there and they find this shit because the artists are somewhat self-efficient due to social media. Like, if you get it popping on social media, the, the record labels are seeking you out. So if you get to the point where they start AI generating a lot of shit, then what are we really doing? Be doing nothing. I mean, the soul component has to matter, though. Mm-hmm. That's that's my biggest thing. The soul component has to matter. Actually knowing the artist has to matter. Actually seeing the artist perform has to matter. Because who are the people relating to? Are we getting to a point where people just not relating to people no more when it comes to music? Like I think that that's that a- that aspect mode I think has been transitioning way before twenty twenty three. As far as like what the relatability in the music was itself, because like you said, if they can AI generate that, they can AI generate relatability. I don't know, cause that still required us like the soul aspect though. I gotta, I gotta feel you as a person to fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say hypothetically speaking, they put a song out that you relate to, but you don't know that shit. You don't AI know it's AI. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get what I don't saying? know, bro. That's nasty though. That's nasty. <laughs> no facts. Nah, you're right. It's like finding out your favorite celebrity is a piece of shit. Like this shit not real. Yeah. We done seen we done seen episodes of that on shows, movies, all type of shit. You finally find out somebody ain't really who they are. Like buddy from um that uh seventy show Ashton Kutcher no 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 well he's in under fire but um the guy who always the other was, guy who just got sentenced yeah he got sentenced to, uh, Dave something yeah, mm-hmm. Mortison or some mm-hmm. shit like that yeah what happened with him? shit he just got sentenced to thirty like thirty years to life for two rape cases woo and um Miller Miller Kunis and um Ashton Kutcher was under fire for doing um statement letters for him mm-hmm. character witness character um, witness letters. letters. And they so they like they was like what's a character witness letter? Like how you like yo, this is a good person. Oh, okay, okay. Same thing Mario did for uh, Tory right. Lanez. So okay. they was like um they was they was putting Ashton Kutcher under fire because like you do all this sex trafficking advocation and all this other shit, but you defending the rapist. Thirty to life, fuck him. I didn't know Mario did a uh, a letter for Tory. He didn't and get Iggy Azalea. Yeah, Iggy got Iggy got more fired than Mario. No, Mario got fired. He did. He did. Yeah, I he didn't did. see it. He I did. didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was they was they on Ashton Kutcher head 
And he just dropped a video the other day, like basically apologizing for that shit or whatnot. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it, it was honestly, bad. It was bad. It was it honestly, ass. it honestly sound AI generated the, you know, the script of what they was reading. For real? Yeah. I didn't watch. I just saw. I was like, damn. I saw this. Uh, I had a hell of a night. So I yeah. saw it like early this morning when I was like, bro, this shit is cringe. <laughs> this shit cringe. No, that shit did look crazy. I was like, dog, why y'all dropping on a positive video? Like, y'all kind of, y'all kind of established y'all stance. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's y'all mans. Y'all grew up with them or whatever. And y'all felt like y'all needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Even um, Wil- the Wilmer, the, the Hispanic dude that was on the EP, he had some shit going on a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Like some, uh, some like harassment type shit. Mm-hmm. So like, they was talk. They was talking about that whole cast. Like the only dude that wasn't um, that wasn't a fuck up was uh, I forgot bro name that was on the show, but there was like any. He was the only good one basically out of the kids. Like yeah. yeah. But they was also saying like Ashton Kutcher when he got caught up in that that situation of like when he came to that girl's house who was like dead in the house or some shit, and the nigga touched the doorknob or something. Like he told the police and all that stuff. Um, it was a. Uh, a manner of like he was talking to the guy, like he called the guy at that time to say like, "Hey man, this is what's going on. Like this shit crazy as hell." And one of the women that um, it was because it was three allegation cases, only two of them was found guilty. See what I'm saying? So the lady of the, the third lady, I think, used to be his girlfriend or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but she was like, "Yeah, I was there when he called during that night." So it's like some some shit going on with Ashton Kutcher's too. But I mean, with that, with that same case, with daughter just got convicted, or this is yeah, separate? he called, he called him. He Ashton called Ashton Kutcher called him. Oh, during that whole uh, scenario, and she was in, she was dealing with him at the time, so she's just saying like, you know, y'all full of shit for even, you know, being the character witness for this man. Well, y'all got something to do with this shit. No, not even nothing to do with it. But your your shit ain't clean yourself. Right, right, you know right, what I'm right. Saying? I got you. I got you. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Like I always say, you never know who who who, who these celebrities really are. So yeah. more like your point about the relatability thing, they might they might not give a fuck about that to be real. Oh, they bro. don't give a fuck because why are they even trying to do all this in the first place? I mean, place? they they study us already. Yeah, like I'm gonna take this back to uh, they clone Tyrone. The music industry already do shit like that. They study what people are into. They study what people what moves people. What, we what they got what they got going on. What drugs people are, what drugs people on what clothes they wearing. Um, how they look at certain shit. They can generate all that into lyrics, put it out there, and then people are like, damn, like I really fuck with this shit. So I never you never know, bro. You never know. But if the Grammy board is saying, hey, it's a go, I'm interested to see how that shit play out in the next five years, I tell you that. Yeah. It's, it's, Gonna be interesting. Yeah, definitely. So there was this Kendrick Lamar diss that leaked recently from dating back, I wanna say 2015, 16-ish. That shit's so old, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it was around that time. So um, I want to play a little bit of mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna not play because it's it's, a, it's it, it was very interesting to see, and this is around the control time. So this is probably like probably what two years after control because control was what 2013. That's this is around like, that untitled album around yeah. there. Element that was, that was, like, that was 2014 2015. Yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to play this real quick. Cynical, 
So that's that's a that's that's a little bit of it, man. So um, that shit. So I remember when that shit leaked, like back then. But a lot of people don't notice, and that's why I hear. I was like, bro, you remember this? And I had to get refreshed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember hearing this back then. I remember that shit, bro, because it leaked. That shit leaked like a year after I'm, he even made it. Like, I'm, I'm glad he didn't put that out. I mean, you can hear like I mean, that don't even sound like a something he would put out. It just sound like he was just in the studio. Throwing some shit around, probably, and probably was gonna come back and you know tighten it up. Like, I don't think that that's why that's why it never came out. Like, we hearing it as a leak. So of course the conversation came back up. Of course, you know Big Sean and Kendrick. So mm-hmm. do we <laughs> do we think that if that was to happen, you know Big Sean would get in the ring? No, he was scared back then. You think he was scared? Man, he was he was he didn't want to do that shit back then, bro. He would have did it back then. Mm, I mean, that was some that was some hefty bars right there. I'm not gonna lie, it was some bars, but overall, I don't think that shit was really hitting like that. But if it would have dropped at that time, I, I definitely think we would have got some responses like we did from Control. <coughs> Drake definitely would have responded. Meek, Meek will probably wouldn't be giving that shit no. Though. You don't think so? He might have threw him a little a, a little ball. He might have threw him a little something, but I don't think we would. He, I don't think he would have went ahead first. But, but consensus wise, everybody been begging Big Sean to respond to Kendrick, but everybody feel like he wouldn't do it because he can't rap with him. And I've been one of the ones that defend Big Sean, like, hey, bro, like, I think if Sean wants to, he can he can get in the ring with him, man. I don't think it's somebody he should be scared of now. Because Sean hasn't been responded, people are warranted to say, all right, this nigga probably don't want to rap with this nigga. And that continues to push to the narrative of why he's not in that group. Because he won't, he won't rap with the nigga. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that. You can't, you can't advocate for yourself to be in a certain tier. And niggas is basically trying to give you the, the pass to get into that tier. If he gets into the ring with Kendrick and he makes it respectable, you have to respect him in that tier, like overall. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if you just make it respectable, because he did it. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't do it. He just didn't do it. It's this. This the reason why we look at Drake as a loser with Pusha T. You started the shit. You you got what you looking for, and then you didn't respond. So you feel like Sean wouldn't want to have it. He he wouldn't want to come with a second track. Shit, he didn't. Come, he didn't want to come with a first track, so it's like, what? What was this all for? I think essentially it's something I would have loved to see, but I can't keep defending Big Sean because I don't have no legs to stand on. Right. All I can say is I feel like he can rap with the. Like, do you feel like he can honestly rap with this nigga? Big Sean can rap with Kendrick. Yeah. If they was to do like some little back, I mean, we don't heard. We know Drake and Kendrick can rap with each other. We didn't heard they little subs back and forth. But Sean is always a wild card think, in these conversations. I don't conversations. think so. I don't think so. That's why I say... If you don't he, think Sean can rap with Kendrick? That's why I say if he just made it respectable. I mean, I'm just being honest with you, bro. Like, <laughs> he went, like when it comes to like sparring and shit like that, I never looked at like Big Sean as like one of them guys like mm. to be throwing like, you know... Because who has he done it with? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Like, he... He a cool rapper. He a cool nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Like... 
he never gave us that. And so, of course, in the media, like everybody's been kind of like pushing for it, like. But everybody keeps saying Sean don't want to smoke with nobody. Sean don't, don't want to smoke with nobody. Like when pushing, pushing Wayne and Drake was doing anything, he was he was quiet. not he was not in that at all. He was not in that at all. He didn't control verse drop. You know, even though it was his song, he didn't respond to that. So it, it continues to push the narrative, like. I mean, Sean, I be wanting you to. I be wanting you to get in the ring. Bro. I feel like he's let that narrative dictate a lot, and I feel like uh, that's why people don't put him in that tier. Yeah, because if you're like I said, if you're, I'm 100 percent cold with getting the ring. If you're if you're pushing for yourself to be a part of a certain tier, and you, you got to put yourself in some you of these gotta bouts. Put yourself in some of these bouts. You just have to. Like it's unescapable. Like you just have to, because how else do you show that you rank with these guys? How else are you gonna show us? By doing songs with him. You by doing songs with him, and then okay, that I'll give you that. But what happens when you're not doing songs with these guys, and now these guys are, are calling you out on on white? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I just it is it's either one way or the other way. Give us a freestyle or something, something, something. Give me a, give me a freestyle or something. But see, see Cole is, Cole will do shit like that. Cole will do shit like that. And Cole, we done heard Cole on records with both of these niggas, in. He and he definitely holds he holds yeah. his own. All the time. That's never been. It's never been something we can. We're not going to look at a a song that's about to come out and, and say Kendrick and Cole or Cole and Drake, and we'll be like, oh, I don't know about Cole on this. That's song. why we doubling the big three. That's why we doubling the big three. Like that's just what it is. The OGs respect uh, Cole. They like, definitely I just, do. Yeah, I just yeah. saw some shit with Big Daddy Kane. Was like he feel like Cole's the greatest rapper right now. That's what he's. That's how he feel. Like you know what I'm saying? Like could this, be. He could feel be. like out out of the, all of, all of the, the guys right now, he. he he has a lot of respect for J. Cole. So it's like, you know, I don't know people. When you, that, that's, I don't I always go into this, bro. When you advocating yourself to be a part of a certain class, certain tier, it's, cer- it's certain things that you just have to do. And I you, always go back to when Joe Budden on Joe Budden TV, when him and Drake was talking on the side of the road, <laughs> like at night in New York. And he was telling me, he was like, bro, you know you're going to have to. You gonna have to battle one of these niggas one day. He's like, nah, man. He's like, no, nah, bro. Like, that's what this happens. He's like, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to battle somebody. This is day. rap, bro. Somebody's gonna. Somebody gonna dish you. You have to get on. You have to pull a sword and Drake, out. And Drake was just like, nah, man. Nah. And that's what doesn't had to happen. So with Sean, it's a I, few I times. It. I think it's part of the game. Sometimes it's, it is the game, bro. I think the only rapper, superstar wise, who really wasn't in no serious, serious battle. Would have to be shit, Wayne. Wayne, even yeah. at Wayne's peaking, nobody really. I don't think. I think niggas didn't really want to spar with him like that because we know what he was capable of. But like, he well, had no serious beefs. He never had no serious beefs. He had no serious. Wayne beefs. ain't had no serious. Everybody else, Hov, Nas, um, Ti. Yeah, Wayne was really like the only one who didn't really have like I that. I feel like with Wayne, we highlight. Like you say, like niggas saw Wayne. They were scared. They, they were scared. They didn't want to fuck with that man. They didn't want to fuck, fuck with that man. Um, yeah, man. I just feel like um, overall, man, like Big Sean has let that narrative dictate a lot of shit when it comes to his his uh, his standing with this shit. And then even even looking at his pull up when he talked to Joe because he told us like, man, you was one of the ones who's pushing that narrative about like me and Sean having beef. I mean, me and Kendrick having beef outside the music, and he never was like that. 
But I don't think Joe was speaking it, speaking to it like that. Joe was speaking. He's mainly speaking to the sport. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. bro, like, nigga, get in the ring, nigga. We yes. want to see y'all like go at it. Like, who can who can get some bars off? Because, like you said, we heard Cole on these records. Looking for trouble. Prime example. He had the last verse. Killing. Kill niggas. He we cleaned got, it up. We got Cole on Josie Freestyle with Drake. Killing. Killing. So it's like there's sh- there's one when you when you listen to Jodeci freestyle you don't say one nigga wash the other nigga no no no, no. you know what I'm saying and Drake had two verses exactly to Cole's one <laughs> verse. to Cole's one yeah so, so like, you know yeah no you right so it's like I guess we do kind of want them little but I feel like even now is because it- what's Sean's best verse ever Sean's best verse ever that's a that's a tough question it had to probably be something on. Damn, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good. What, you, what would you say? Maybe I don't know. Something a, a good Friday verse. release or something. Maybe click. That can't be his best verse, bro. When you think of Big Sean in totality, click nah, was his best be. verse. Nah, nah, maybe I don't know, man. I gotta, I gotta get. I gotta, I gotta. That would be. That's what I'm saying. Now we have the. We looking at Sean now. I'm like what? <laughs> Big Sean best because I know his best album is, but his best verse, it would have to be something in between that time frame, though. It would have to be like him just spazzing. Uh, I don't know, bro. It had to be something on on a Good Friday release or something. That's though. what I said. It had to be something. Maybe there. looking for trouble. I mean, you'd have to, you probably have, you could say that. But Cole got him on that, but that might be, his, I don't know, that might be his best one. That's a good fucking question, because now I got to really think about that shit. Are we too far gone in just Big Sean's career for him to change that narrative? Oh, yes. No, 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 no. He would have to go on a run, though. He got to go on an onslaught run. Yeah, just get on the record. I'm talking about no hook. Put some of them, put, put some of them tracks out there like Drake be doing, bruh. I thought he was Cole, doing Cole that at one doing. point, though. Remember when he dropped that freestyle that had sampled the Holy Baby shit? Like, the second verse was... The second the, the beat switched up, and it was, like, on that. Because we were listening to us, like, oh, this nigga kind of walking on this shit. Like, we thought we was kind of going to get more of that from him. That was, like, what, 2020 or 2019? You might be right, bro. But it just... I don't, he not He wasn't consistent with that. I don't know. I have you know no what song idea. I'm talking about? Because you sent it to us, and I was like, "Yo, this nigga." I is. did. You sent it to me and Marcus. We would listen to us. Like, oh, this nigga is snapping on this shit. We need more of this from him. I remember that being the consensus. Like we we needed more of that from him. It's tough, man. It's tough because now you got me thinking. It's like I don't think it's too far gone in his career, but he would really have to just put put put. Yeah, go on a run. He gotta go on a run. He just gotta put some shit out. You just rapping, just getting off. Cause I I feel like that's the only way. I necessarily say you gotta throw heavy bars at niggas, but niggas will know if you saying something about somebody. Niggas will know, like we'll know. But I mean, to dead that narrative, I mean, cause I'm looking for trouble might be his best verse. Um. I ain't gonna play Big Sean like that. No, no, hell no. He was just playing around on that. I was thinking about Mercy. 
But I was like, nah, nah man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, the nah. Start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, no. Sean got some shit, man. But he don't really got like no standout. No standout shit. shit. Like, because even like, when Ho- even when Cole dropped the uh the uh when he was rapping over uh um what's the Nas song, man? Was it Uche Wally? When Cole was rapping over that shit? Let me see, man. I definitely got that shit. So I asked somebody. Somebody said, all me. Nah, hell nah. Hell nah. Hell nah, man. All me his best verse? Nah. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough. I can't really think of Sean Best verse. We'd have the, ab- we'd the have album the- of the year freestyle by by Cole when he's rapping over this. Yeah. This. So mm-hmm. Cole, like, if Sean was to do some shit like that, mm-hmm. do something like that. I don't know. But we all know when he get in that bag, you can't play with him. We can't really say that about Sean. But Kendrick, I would love for it to happen, but probably not, man. Probably not. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know, man. Seem like a lot. Seem like the when you look at that whole class. I don't know. I mean, it seems like niggas is trying. I don't know what I don't know what they what they really doing like as a whole. Like we know what Drake doing. We know what. We know Cole. Cole. He kind of chilling. Cole kind of chilling. Kendrick. We don't know what Kendrick got coming. Like you know what I'm saying. We just don't know. And then like you know. Shit. Off the off, off the Mr. Morale and Big Steppers. He definitely might chill now. And they got a Grammy off that shit. Yeah. Immediately. Um. Uh, I don't know. Man. I hope we get some more music from Kendrick soon. Though. I just think it was interesting that people was harping on that. Uh. On that leak. That leak old as hell. I remember like. Yeah, but you gotta think more. A lot of people didn't hear that. A lot of people didn't. You know, you're yeah, right. You're right. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I was like, damn, like people, people just not hearing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I remember because it was around that Untitled album. A lot of people forget about that album. Mm-hmm. That album came like around 2015, 16, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. That was right after the Pippa Butterfly, mm-hmm. around that time frame. So, man, niggas better get in. Niggas better get tighten up, man. Tighten up. <laughs> tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. But Sean ain't gonna do nothing, man. Sean's just chilling, man. He ain't never wanted to, he never wanted to spar with niggas like that. And to to his to his um, his uh to his credit, like that's kind of his fault. Like we just gotta be real. Like that's just his fault. You know, like I said, like this shit here, like when you talk about like that tier of artists, like we look at them as like he in the Wale class. We kind of have, we kind of got to put them there, and Wale, you got to think, Meek Mill. and you got to think, Wale had aspirations of being in that tier. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's that was Wale's plight. Shit, that might have to be his first shake point. That would have to that was <laughs> battle him. That was oh, that's cool. <laughs> and Wale has, has seemingly like you know, I'm cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I think Wale would get him though. Wale would get Big Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Wale real wheelie with the wordplay. No, he is. He is. But he he, is. he probably wouldn't do it either though. So you would so you would say Wale, Sean, Meek, that's 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 the tier. And that's like what? Under the big three? Or like mm-hmm. is it under. like a tier? It's, it's not a tier before them two, no. Uh-uh. All right. Before them three. Uh uh-uh. uh. They would be the next tier as far as that class. You know, that's what we should do. We should we should make like a modern rap tier, like a, a realistic tier. I would be ass. 
I would be ass with my tears. I tell you that right now. I mean, we just did two of them though. I'm talking about for this era. You talking about for this era though? Because it'll basically it'll basically combining all of them. Because there's no current rapper that's in either one of those tiers right now, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I had to go look at some shit though. I had to go look. At, it's some. It's well. Nah. When I look at those two tiers, because even if you look at Meek tier, Meek Sean and Wale, just off Meek alone, Meek is still highly admired. Like he, a lot of the new rappers look up to Meek. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he still got like that tag of like the voice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like that's a that's a lot of influence. That's a lot of impact. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not big three tier, but it's still highly influential. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, I can't put too much more people in that tier if anybody else. So like, you'd have to, you'd have to start a whole new tier under that. But yeah, we should, we should work on that though. I think that would be interesting though. Yeah, That'd be let's, interesting. let's let's put that together. I'm yeah, because <laughs> I mean it's it's tough sledding for this era, man. Because it's shit so it's bad right now. So that's what I'm saying. Like for me, it would it would kind of be tough. Bro. Is music really bad right now? Oh yes. What you think well, about rap music? Yeah, yeah. What you think about that bongos track? Mid, Middleton. Why? Why did Meg pick that as her comeback song? Cause it's easy. She took the easy way out. Her and Cardi last track was. This ain't WAP though. This ain't WAP. Yeah, but they're trying to recreate that. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Me and you know that, but it's like you know these. I I feel like they a lot of people are gonna come back with something safe, especially when she's been quiet for this long. So I think that's why she went this route because it was safe. Cause what before that all she she did the trauma the trauma album or something like that traumazine yeah, traumazine yeah. that mm-hmm. was what twenty twenty one twenty twenty two maybe it was definitely way before that trial in December because the trial was December twenty twenty two so it might have had it might have released earlier early twenty twenty two mm hmm mm hmm so I don't know I don't know. Still no number one rap song. This has been a continuous theme for the pod this year as far as when we're discussing music. And we're tapping into October. We about to be in October. We ain't had number one um, track yet? Nope. Wait, Ina. A rap song still hasn't been number one this year, bro. Then Gunna go number one? No. Mm-mm. I got Gunna album of the year so far, though, honestly. I think Gunna might got the best rap album this year. I don't want to be that guy, but it's kind of like by default. By default, I mean shit. Man, what is he up against? Supposed to be Travis Scott. No, Travis Scott not rap. He is, but that that album is not. I, I see what niggas are trying to do with that album, but no. Uh-uh. I mean, it's just sold a shit ton of records. It has, but I don't think it's gonna stand the test of time like Astro World. I think I'm more, still listening to Astro World. I think more so the thing with Travis. Is but it's a good album, though. It's a good album. I think more so with this album was more so people were just excited to see Travis back. Yeah. Especially off the heels of what he had going on. Yeah. But, I mean, Gunna getting it this year. I mean, what are That's you That's a good against? album. The Gunna album good, it's though. It's good. But what are we up against this year? A lot of samples. In the grand, a grand, in the grand scheme, music has not, rap music has not been what it's supposed to be this year, bro. I'm interested to see who going to be uh, rap artist of the year by Complex. You know, they do it year by year. It's going to be a down fucking year, man. Like, niggas ain't really going to highlight nothing from this year. I this mean, is going to be a forgetful year in five years. Facts. Especially if rap gets better, niggas going to forget about 2023. Niggas I mean, ain't going to be talking about I think this year. Gonna talk about, we still got Drake coming this year. That's going to that's gonna be under heavy scrutiny just because of what we've been getting this year. Facts. So it's like... 
He gotta have a, a great album. There's a lot of pressure. I, I, I think that's a point that people even t- wasn't speaking to too. This this for the dog. They kind of quote unquote look of him to save rap this year. That's what I'm about to say. That's what I'm about to say. He has to save rap by default. But I feel like you know. I mean, for rap expectations, yeah. I mean, as a as a Drake fan, I wouldn't say for me he has pressure. Because you got to think, we just talked about it. Like that that group of guys, they're trending into that other that other side. Yeah. Do you think it's ain't in their peak no more? Age wise, now yeah. they still rapping at a peak level. All three of them are still rapping at a peak level. I would never say they're not, but it's not like this is, you know, nothing was the same time frame. Good Kid, Mad City time frame, To Pippa Butterfly time frame, Damn time frame, like. You know, we're in that time frame. I think we're just because rap is where it's at. We're seeking for these guys to be like, damn, bro, give us something. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's just what it now, is. From right that now, perspective, though. yeah. Like, if you're if you're gonna be the one to come out in 2023, give us some good shit. Yeah. Just based off what we've been getting. Exactly. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you. But I that. feel like even if Drake wasn't dropping this year, I I'd give it to Gunner though. But like you say, like, what is he up against? Cause I mean, <laughs> It's been ass. Ain't nobody really been coming. That Coil Ray right track now. and Buster Rhymes track was ass. I'm, li- I'm listening to that more than Cardi's song, though. That shit ass, though. It's better than Cardi's shit. That shit ass. That is it Cardi's record that, or is it Meg's record? That's Cardi's song. It's Cardi's song? Meg. Okay. And also, they basically did a favor for each other type shit. Yeah, and that Buster Rhymes, that's Buster Rhymes featuring Coy. Oh, it's Buster featuring. That's Buster's song. He's better than that. <laughs> Hey man, Buster so gave now us, I gotta hold him accountable. Buster gave us that long speech about embracing what's going on in the moment. It's a difference like, between yeah, but but do it with some, do it with some due diligence though. So he should have did that that sample because that song was a, was a sample at first. Do the song better. Do the song better, bro. Like don't be lazy with shit like that. That's all I'm saying, bro. Don't be lazy with that. You bust some rhymes for a reason. You're capable of better. I'm sorry. Get that shit out of here. That. I'm crying. Well, Buju has a great album. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta send me that. I meant to tell you that last that week. You gotta shit, send me that. That to, shit is what? a fucking great album. Oh, your man's didn't really sell that well, neither. Let's stop my man's. But you talking about Burner Boy? Yeah, so. Uh, 20, 20, 21. 20. Yeah. It's tough out here, man. 21 physical sales? That's what he did? 21,000? It's tough out here, man. I'm pretty sure they're gonna run something about his streaming numbers being astronomical probably soon, like they do with all the artists. See, I'm a, I'm start paying attention to that because it's not like no, these are actually streaming numbers. Like niggas is not going out there mm-hmm. and buying the see they're not making that. We talking about when they actually go to the store on the app on the stream store and actually buy these shits. Yeah. See, Travis Scott, regardless, he's gonna sell. Yeah, Uzi, when they drop, they're gonna sell. So don't like these. Some of these guys are really out here like. Not really living up to what their but see they put statuses they put Burner Boy on that type of wave like he can move those units based off what he was doing over where he from. But, but wasn't, he, wasn't he selling that type of those type of units over in Africa though? He was doing a hundred something over there. Was he? He can. Was what like I know I don't, I don't know his exact numbers, Mike. If you can look it up, but I mean I think it's more. I think Burner Boy kind of he did it to himself. You know what I mean? He took a, he he went outside the music and started just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, saying like he don't need certain things and doesn't need you know to to get on through. 
But ultimately, I just think he shouldn't have been talking shit. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, what <laughs> what was his what was his numbers? Did you pull them up? So on his first album, this is 2013. So I don't know how far you want me to go back. So he sold like his album was released in Nigeria and poorly sold 40,000 copies on his first day of release. Um, the marketing for the album were later sold to UBA Pacifica. Um, let me see. Let me keep going. So outside 2018, he uh, sold. I can't see the sales for that one. Um, so let me go to Love uh, the Mini. The Mini. So that one was released 2022. I actually listened to that album. It was pretty good. Um, let me see the charts. Yeah, I ain't really seeing the sales for that one, but I don't know, man. I don't know. So I, the, 20, the that, album of 2013, that was when he was strictly like over in Nigeria? Yeah. Uh-huh. So he started his career 2013, basically? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he went from... I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know the the whole tale because I don't know his other sales. But he's marketed as like a global sensation, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, so would it be safe to say that he's more he's more marketable for his personality than the music? Would that be like a safe assumption? Because I'm not really that versed on. That's why I'm. That's why I was asking. Well, I just think I think people just are. Enjoying Afrobeats, right, and right. So, That's the wave right now. Yeah, so I think it's it's more so of it just when it when it popped over here. He was at the face. He of was it. of the face. I mean, it's it's been a lot of great songs. There's a lot of great artists in the in the game of Afrobeats, but I feel like because he was doing so many mixing up of music and right. tapping onto so many other songs, that's why he's unable to own so much of his. Well, get. The money from the so money much from, song yeah. because he's, he, he don't own most of those you songs. You see what I'm saying? Because he was hopping on so many beats. The samples, the sample shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I mean, when I think when I think of Afrobeats, I think of him, Devito, mm-hmm. Wizkid. Mm-hmm. Would you put Tim's in there? No, no, Tim's her own. She owns a Yeah, leather. she she wouldn't be considered Afrobeat. I think that would be more R and B reggae. Okay. Yeah. She's and more. She's more on that. I was, yeah, I would say it would be more R and B though. So those three would be Afrobeats, like the, I would say the faces for, of it? For the United States, yes. For United States, yes. at least. Okay, that's For fair. relatable faces, when you think of Afrobeats, those are two good names. Just three three good names to say. Okay. So just looking at this site right here, um, Burner Boys albums ranked by sales. So number one is African Giant, 2019, 119,000, 190,000. And then Love the Mini was 130,000. Um, then they got it broken down by country. So Canada, he sold eighty thousand. Denmark, ten. A uh, United Kingdom, hundred sixty. Uh, I'm not seeing nothing for the United States though. So. But this new one's dropped like what twenty k? This new one dropped twenty four k in this first week. First week. Mm-hmm. So from twenty nineteen. This is seventh album. So twenty nineteen was like his peak, basically, like That's as far as sales. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, look like he just leveled out, honestly. Yeah, I mean, again, I feel like, and that's right around the time people started paying attention to what he was saying. Like, mm-hmm. but also coming off of the heels with that twenty one shit, and I think that shit just kind of rubbed him the wrong way. What about twenty one? When twenty one was just like he was never working with like another 
um, like global artists or uh, international artists, some shit like that. Um, because I, <laughs> he I guess, said that. yeah, because off of the sales or the, or the streams of the song when they dropped the song, he just he got a song twenty one. Yeah, I didn't know that. Top of the world. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You never heard that song? That shit's on like everybody's damn yeah, TikToks. The, the, the sample like, with Brandy, yeah. Brandy Mace. Twenty one Savage on that song. Yeah, I didn't know you. Too. I didn't know. You. I'm only used to hearing it like on social media clips. They're not playing the Twenty One Savage part. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not. Because yeah. it's mid, nigga. Let <laughs> <laughs> me stop, man. But yeah, man. Yeah, he's definitely on there. Yeah, he, he felt some type of way. So I think that kind of triggered Burden Boy to be talking kind of crazy. But I mean, twenty one, twenty one thousand in a, your first week kind of speaks different volumes. Yes, oh. that's kind of wild to me. Yeah. Cause you don't go from a hundred thousand first weeks or just a hundred thousand overall physical sales to twenty one thousand. That's like how we talked about the baby fall off. Like that's a fall off. So it's like I don't know. Like Cause niggas are tired of the samples, and that's just what it is. That's what it's starting to sound like to me. That's just I'd what, say that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, hey, we'll see, man. We'll see what the rest of this year got into. I mean, we we tapping into the fourth quarter. So I mean, artists. Like you said, man, get your shit together. So, one of the big news this week, uh, Diddy has agreed to sell, um, not sell, well, to get back his publishing rights to all the artists. So, Sean Diddy Combs reassigned his publishing rights back to all artists and songwriters who helped build the label he founded, Bad Boy Entertainment. Mace, Faith Evans, The Locks, 112, and the state of Notorious B.I.G. are among creatives who have already signed agreements to regain those rights. A bad boy representative declined to disclose the terms of those deals. However, sources with knowledge of the situation say the process of reaching out to the artists and writers began in May of 2021 after Combs had turned down various offers to sell the catalog. While most of the parties have been contacted and have signed their offers, the search to locate and resolve agreements with a few others is still ongoing. Publishing on behalf of Bad Boy in past years have been administered by EMI, which is owned by Sony Music Publishing, Sony Corporation of America and EMI continues to administer Cone's own publishing. Uh, that's basically the basics of that. So uh, we definitely seen some of the reaction to this news. So what y'all think about it? Uh, just from hearing what I hear and how it was broken down. Uh, I don't think the money is there overall from a grand scheme. How it was, because even like you said, like uh, he turned down some offers to sell it. I don't think he the number was there for him that he wanted to. So rather than just keep on keep holding it, he just gave gave everybody this shit back. Because we know if if the number was right, Diddy would have sold the catalog. So from that just tells me that the number probably wasn't what he was expecting. That's how I look at it. Just from seeing how how how. How I've seen some of the other artists like talk about it, and just from being more versed in that realm, from publishing and shit like that, they probably the money just wasn't there for for Diddy to continue to to sell the catalog. So he probably just gave everybody this shit back. Well, my opinion, I'm just I'm glad that he finally gave the shit back because um, I feel like us as a culture, we this is a conversation we've always revisited. In terms of, you know, him speaking out against, you know, 
how we need to maneuver in the culture, looking out for each other and everybody been like, well, you know, you got some shady business dealings with your artists, former artists, and, you know, you got to make that right. And for him to finally do it, I mean, I ain't really going to try to find no holes in it. I'm going to just salute him for it. Um, you know, a couple years ago, May said that he offered him $2 million for it and that he didn't want it. You see what I'm saying? So um, if these Faith Devins and the Locks and Mace all agreed to get their shit back, I mean, salute to them and salute to Diddy for actually doing it. I mean, I feel like it's something, of course, legally, it's not something that he had to do. So, and there's something that they can eat off. Every artist, they're going to eat off their their music differently because each artist has a different type of value as far as, far as what their music did. I'm pretty sure Mesa E. Good off of his catalog, Faith E. Good, La Loxa E. Good. We don't really got to say B, um, Biggie, so their state, they'll be good. Other artists, it may be lower. So I watched Mark Curry's interview on Gully TV in full um, because I know he was one of the ones who really spoke out against it. So what I took from it was, when I was listening to it, um, it seemed like he pretty much had like, I wouldn't say a gripe, but it sounded like he was just like a little bit bitter to me, just in terms of what his catalog represented as far as value. Because you can't convince me that everybody's shit worth $300, $400. Like, you tell me that Lil' Kim shit worth 300 I wouldn't believe it, I wouldn't know, and we don't know the terms. But Mark Curry, just outside of, you know, his perspective... Artist-wise, he's not going to carry the same weight as some of the other ones on there. That's just my opinion. Now, whatever him and Diddy talked about a couple years ago, that's between them. I really don't know. But I can't imagine May shit being worth some three, dollars $400. I just, I can't see that. I can't see that at all. Now, if that's something that should have been handled a couple years ago, then I'll give him that. Like, at a time, boom, they should have did that. Because when I was listening to it, they really was only speaking to the Bad Boys for Life record. Um, I they know spoke, they supposed to show that he wrote that he was writing like verses that he wrote for Diddy and like shit that he used on other shit too. Yeah. So in terms of because did, like, did Mark ever drop an album under Bad Boy? He it didn't get to that point. Like okay, he didn't he didn't get to but he said he did a shit ton of writing for Diddy and other artists on Bad Boy at the time as well as you know just the Bad Boys for Life thing. My whole thing is like I was, I was looking at it from a grand a grand scheme type of thing. So mm-hmm. like I get what he's saying as far as so if his shit not as viable as it was ten years ago, I know Locke shit not as viable as it was ten years ago. Not saying that they can't eat off of it, but they could have had bigger paydays when they wanted their shit back. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm looking at it. Like yeah, they they might can eat off of it. We don't, but and but at the same time. We don't even know exactly what they're gonna get paid from this shit. Like we just don't. That's what I'm like, saying, and it depends on the artist. So like, I, I don't what, put, I don't hold Mark Curry and the Locks in the same value tier. No, I'm, I'm not. That was, I was never doing that. But what I'm saying is, I'm saying is nobody's gonna get their true, they true payouts from this shit because the equity, a lot of the equity already been been pulled from those songs. Even I think though, that shit fluctuates over time with music. Uh I mean, cause it's like. What are, what what are what, what licensing is those songs getting right now though? That's the thing we don't know. Cause everything is not going to be every everything is not going to be publicized. Uh, publicized. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm pretty sure like somebody gonna speak on it. Like I mean, we haven't. I mean, we know Biggie Biggie's Biggie's records. We don't know what Biggie's records are always on. What they pull? What but they, we know his his music stands the test of time. That's all I'm saying. So like, all right, so. 
those songs might have been pulling in more money 10 years ago when niggas actually wanted their shit back as to now. So, of course, the payouts are going to be drastically different. That's all I was saying. So, in this grand scheme, nobody getting what they supposed to be getting because the equity, a lot of equity done been pulled from those songs. All about the Benjamins. Those, that was used in movies 15, 20 years ago. But it still can be used again. That's the thing. But they might it, not call. They might not call this nigga for use bad boys for life. But all about the Benjamins, I believe, is a record that can still be used. You see what I'm saying? My and thing is, it hasn't. Every, though, every like, record, we don't, we don't know. We don't. We but have, everything's not going to be pub, publicized, Mo. Every and, and this is the thing. This this is my thing with this whole publishing thing. We've been asking the nigga to give the shit back. We didn't say this. We wasn't saying this then. We wasn't saying, oh well. Don't give it back to them now because we don't know what the egg... We didn't say that then. That's my biggest thing. We can't sit here and nitpick with this nigga about it when we've been telling the nigga, bro, if you're going to get up here on these shows and on your Instagram and talk... Dog, get these people they publishing back. We wasn't saying then, oh, well, don't give it back to them now because... Because of this, 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 every record holds a different type of equity, bro. Every, uh, every, like every single record. Like we're not even of... talking about the catalog. We're talking about records. Like this shit goes in tears. So if they agreed to get these publishing rights back to them, they made a feel. They 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 could have said, nah, never mind, because it don't mean nothing now. But they those names that I just said, they agreed to get the shits back. What might not be a lot to us may be a lot to them. I feel like they kind of agree to get it back because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's their shit, but they... Is that not nitpicking, though? Let, let's have no, an honest conversation, bro. Nitpicking. I think it's nitpicking with this shit. I mean, and and think, we, know, can... we know... I'm not a big Diddy fan as far as, as, as business practices at all. That we all be, know that. That could be your opinion, but that's, but nit, I mean, that's nitpicking, bro, just, in the grand scheme. It's nah, nitpicking. not really, because at the end of the day, you know what you what you're supposed to get. Like I think I don't think there's nothing wrong with voicing that. Like, but they haven't complained. I, the only person who's complained we, is we, Mark. I mean, because Mark is Mark is the only one that's, that spoke about it yet. We haven't. Like I said, I said I just said that nobody else spoke on it yet. But I'm pretty sure there will probably be somebody to say something about it. And if they don't, then what? I mean, if they don't, then they don't because they don't choose to speak on it publicly. But I see, like we're, see, <laughs> you know I, I feel like we're, see, I think we're, we're highlighting more of the nitpicking than him actually the acting. I'm not nitpicking. I'm just speaking the facts. Like, of course, those songs are not going to be worth what they were when they were word when they every were at their value. Every song is different, bro. That's not this. That's every not, song that's is not different. necessarily true because we every song we is listen different. we we watch a lot of shit in pop culture, bro. They're not using those songs like that no more. That's a fact. They just not not saying that that can that can that can not happen in the future, but they just haven't been. But that's a fact, though. But but people still get, they still get checks, they still get checks for songs, right? And we regardless just, of play, we haven't heard Joe Buttons pump it up in movies and and how much he say those checks be? He said those checks. He said he gets way more than the three four hundred that Mark talking about for Bad Boys for Life. Joe, Joe and Joe only owns a certain percentage of that record. He don't own a hundred percent of that record. Pumping so when you're talking about than that song, though, that's what, what I'm saying is though he's still getting a good check from the song. That's what I'm saying. For, according with now, at a time, at a time, I remember Joe saying he probably was getting around fifteen to twenty a year, maybe for the song. And that's based off of the percentage he had. Joe don't own a hundred percent. He just finally got gold for that. He just finally got a gold plaque for that record like two months ago or a month ago. Right. So every and we haven't heard, we haven't seen it in commercials. Or, but we know sometimes we scroll through social media, we might see somebody getting onto that shit at a at and, a party or some shit like and that. And that's basically what Mark Curry said because he said that song probably will make him like ten ten thousand a year, which is if you break it down, it's like five six hundred a month. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. Like that's basically the same shit with Joe Budden. 
So if you saying it's fourteen to ten to fourteen a year, that's basically the same. No, shit. at that time. And that was when. But Joe's not saying that he's getting. He just talked about it on the pod. He's saying, nah, nah I'm getting way more than three, four hundred a month for 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 pump it up. He but, didn't say a number though. But that's. But you're saying he said like fourteen a year, right? At a time, I don't know what he's getting now. That shit fluctuates through time. <laughs> that's what, and that's that's what, what I'm saying. saying. It's not. That's still not like nothing that niggas can no, it's live not, off. It's not, that's it's all not I'm nothing, saying. It's not nothing crazy. But Mark Curry and other artists are different. I can't compare Mark Curry to Mace. I can't compare Mark Curry to Faith Evans. All that tells me is because Evans. Pump It Up was a huge record, and Joe Budden only getting fourteen a year off of that. Uh, Pump uh, Bad Boys for Life wasn't as big as that, but he's still saying that he had other accreditations that he wasn't properly you know, taken care of for, and you're telling him now you just want to give him his shit back when it's not really worth much now. The same, you can apply the same theory to these other artists. They wrote a lot of, uh, I'm pretty sure Mace wrote a, wrote a shit ton of records for Bad Boy. He wrote a shit ton of music for Bad Boy. A lot of those songs aren't worth as much as they were when he really wanted his shit back. Yeah, you're going to get your shit back because at the end of the day, it's yours, but in your mind, you know that you're not getting your fair worth. I, feel I don't like- think it's nothing wrong with uh, with acknowledging that that's your shit still, but you still like, hey man, like I ain't getting the full the full chicken leg, bro. I'm not. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's Speaking all. That's that's all him, niggas are saying. For him, that's why I say for him, he can speak to his shit, and that's warranted because that's him. But I honestly feel like, especially based off how vocal he's been over the last couple of years, he would have said something. Especially with what he got going on now, Mace would have said something. Because Mace said himself he offered Puff two million for his publishing a few years ago. He didn't he didn't turn it down. So if he getting his shit back, and if it if it wasn't with, you know, because all the starts that's, all the starts all that did he turn it down deals to sell a catalog at overall. So all is that's what I'm saying. All this tells me those offers weren't enough for Diddy because that could, he that could he be a thing. Or he, he probably could have been like, shit. nah, I'm gonna give it back to them. That could be a possibility. He turned he turned those deals down though. Because and they the weren't reason, adequate. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying this is the reason. Listen very carefully, bro. What I'm saying is, he probably could have said, you know what? Nah, I'm going to just go ahead and give him back. I'm not saying he could have not had turned the deals down because the money wasn't X, Y, and Z. But Diddy has plenty of money. We've been saying it again. We've been saying it for the last couple. It's like, bro, it's not like you need the fucking money. So he probably could have just turned the deal down and said, nah, I'm going to just go ahead and give it back to them. I'm cool on that. That's what he probably could have did. I'm not saying he could have looked at a number and been like, nah, that ain't shit. I'm saying there's a possibility based off of what we've been saying, because we've been saying it's not like he need the bread. He probably could have been like, nah, I'm just go ahead and give it back to them. That could be a possibility. That's all I'm saying. And based off of me personally, I know I've been saying, bro, if you're going to be an advocate for all of this, do right by your artists and let them eat off their publishing. That's the biggest thing we talked about. Artists eating off their publishing, their master records, all that shit. If you're able to make something right, make it right. When Mace was complaining about his publishing a few years ago, that might have been last year because you know time go by fast as a motherfucker. Bro, just get a man his publishing back. It's not like he you spoke, need this yeah, shit. Yeah, he spoke on Gillian Wallow that was last year. He you see what I'm saying? It's like, bro, it's not like you... Just give him the shit back. That's what we said. Give him the shit back. It's not like you need the money. Two million, the man offered you two million for his shit. And you said no. And that was a big thing around that time, especially when he was giving that speech at the Grammy, the, the, the Grammy shit. So if he if he if he getting to a point now where it's like, all right, let me just go ahead and give him their shit back. Give him back. And like you said, we're not gonna know the details of a lot of this shit. So that's how I'm looking at it. That's just me. And I'm not a big fan of Diddy's business practices. I'm not you like where this smoke has been fire. And 
the consensus has been around him as far as his artists. He has done bad deals. Like people tell me, well, that's how the business was at the time. I don't care about that. Because if you know better, then do better. I don't care if that was the, yeah, the quote-unquote the the standard yeah. in 92, 93. Well, 97 came, 98 came, 2000 came, 2002 came, 2004 came. Like, if you know better, just do better. Every, and everybody wasn't doing the same standard type shit back then. So it's not, I'm I'm not caping for the nigga at all. I'm just calling the spade a spade. If us as a culture, we've been asking this man to go ahead and make the shit right. And outside looking in, it looked like he's making it right. Me personally, I'm not just going to look at it sideways. Like, oh, no, fuck that shit. He looking at it. Nah, he probably didn't need the fucking money. Because it's not like Diddy don't got money. We know he got money. So he probably been like, nah, dog, I'm going to just turn down your deal. And I can go ahead and, 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 and give you this shit. I'm not saying it's the same thing. It would be no different if, you know, you sitting on a whole bunch of sneakers or some shit. And you'd be like, dog, I could get this X amount of dollars for it. But I'm going to just go ahead and give it to my nephew. I'm going to give it to my homeboy. They need this shit. It could have been something like that. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes everybody ain't looking for the check for the shit. Now, like I said again, if it wasn't a, a dollar amount that he was seeking overall, that could be a possibility. All I'm saying is he probably could have looked at his shit, bro. I'm 35, 30 years in. You know what I'm saying? Like he say he, he's been, then he's been kind of pushing this thing about being better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give the man some grace, bro. <laughs> and trying to change his ways. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to give the man a little bit of grace. If you say that you've been trying to do better, this is one of the actions that people have been asking you to do, then salute him. And if the artists are able to eat off the shit, that's even better. That's all I'm saying with that. Because this is something that we... I mean, it's a stepping stone in a sense for, for executives to be better. I, we just heard Irv Gotti on Drink Champ say he ain't never giving Ashanti her shit back. And that's some bullshit because it's personal. But he had no problem saying, oh, Ja, I give Ja his shit back because he fucked with Ja. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's it. It's it's not like they don't, they can't do it. They can do it. It just boils down to if they're gonna do it or not. Cause I feel Irv on this one point only about, yeah, if I'm if I'm the person who, you know, put you in this position, I did is it fair to me that I can't eat off this record too? I would never say that you don't deserve nothing, but I would never say at the same time, too, you deserve the bulk of it. Because it's the artist at the end of the it day. It need to be more fairly structured. It need to be more fairly structured. So if you sitting up there, you saying Ashanti can't get her shit back because you stealing your feelings over that relationship, that's some bullshit. Especially in the same breath when you say that Ja could get his shit back with no problem. If 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 all these deals are more fairly structured, we don't hear nothing from Mark Curry. I, I guarantee you that. If he was getting his money from the verses that he'd been wrote, writing... We don't hear nothing from him. Mace, I still, I, I still was, think, uh, I still think we do in Mark Curry sense because of who he is. No, nah, not really, because Mark, Mark already said, Mark said straight like it's he don't even want. It wasn't about the publishing; it's more so you've been taking money from me. The same thing with Macefield. It's about it's it's about the publishing because you own it. But overall, yeah, I mean that's all I was saying. Like the money, the money it goes hand in hand with the actual ownership of the publishing. Because at the end of the day, like I said, like of. If those pub if those pub deals were more evenly structured back then, and they were already getting the bulk of their money back then, we mm -hmm. don't hear nothing from a Mace. I mean, locks don't go on a radio station and and threatening P Diddy. They don't because they already were getting their fair share, two thousand one, two thousand before they even signed with, with, with Rough Riders. That's what I'm so, saying. Everybody's deal could be different. Everybody's shit could be the same. I'm just putting out all the possibilities. Everybody's deal, everybody's paperwork is different though, based off the artist. Each artist don't carry the same equity that's all i'm saying 
So everybody's record deal could be structured different based off the value of the artist. You get what I'm saying? All yeah, this get, shit is based I, off value. No, I get what you're saying, but it's it's like if I'm going off the track record, every artist has had discrepancies. So it's like yeah, based off based is, off based off their deal. Like let's say for example, let's say for example, uh, Mace Mace comes to the table. He knows what he carries. Now he still could be getting more value than Mark Curry, but not to his level of value. Just based off the artist, you right. get what I'm saying. And he still feel like he's he been still, shorted. He still feel like he could get that's more. That's a, what I'm that's saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. This whole time niggas feel even exactly. Getting but everybody's still gonna hold a different type of value. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying everybody didn't get their peak. I'm not saying that because people wouldn't have been complaining. Because I listen. Because when I listen to Mark and then I listen to Mace, okay. So if Mace saying he tried to buy his shit back for two million, I'm just gonna put a, a multiplier on that. That got to be at least worth four to five times more than that. Of Mark Curry saying, "Shit, just give me a million dollars." In his mind, he's so he know what he wrote for Diddy. He said that he wrote the Godzilla soundtrack for him. Mm-hmm. He said that he wrote more more verses for him. Mm-hmm. He did an extensive shit ton of uh, writing for Diddy in that time. He so clearly he they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. He said, "Shit, don't give me the pub back. Just give me a million dollars. Give me just do something. Just do X, Y, and Z with me." That he said he wanted the money. He said he presented a dollar amount and did he, right. he wouldn't agree and, to it. And he didn't even, and, and this same And now Diddy, he's saying he don't want to even sell it. And now he's going to keep it. Did he saying that he, did he didn't even take the two million from, from Mace. And we know what Mace did. But I'm saying is whatever the percentages that they owned on it. And I don't know the percentages. If they have a hundred percent of that now, I would take my hundred percent. If you're going to give me the, let's say if I had 15, if I'm getting the other 85 now, <laughs> And correct me if my math is wrong. I'm just shooting this shit off the dome. If I'm getting the other 80, 85% now, I'll take the other 85% because I don't know. I could get more money. You see what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I probably kind of got, I probably could have got 2 million with the 15% that I own. But shit, who's to say what I can get now, now that I own the whole 100%? That's all I'm saying on that tip. I mean, I'm pretty sure we may hear more about it, but I'm definitely looking at it from an artist to artist perspective. I can't group everybody together because logically it just don't make sense because everybody's not going to get the same payout. Everybody's deal is structured different. That would be no different than me and you was on Spotify. And let's just say Spotify one day decided whatever X amount of episodes we was on Spotify for. Right. And then Spotify does this thing where they get back everybody. They shit, bro. We're, we're not going to get the same shit as Joe. That's just not how the shit go. We wouldn't because we're our value and his value is different. So, Whatever percentage that we owned at that time, and then we could come, they come to us and be like, bro, you can have 100% of the shit. Then we would, that's what it would be for us. But we couldn't sit up there and say, well, our shit only worth da 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 X amount. Everybody's shit probably, no, everybody's shit wouldn't be like that. I'm just looking at it from a value stake perspective on, on, on everybody else's shit. That's how I'm looking at it. So, I mean, everybody, everybody, we're definitely gonna see how this shit play out. That's how I'm looking at it. Everybody's shit is, uh, They've all agreed to the terms, so if Mace decides to speak out, the Locks, Faith Evans, whoever else may be, I'd be interested to see. But I think it was a stepping stone for other executives to take the step and be like, hey, bro, in the grand scheme, especially when you done built up a relationship, that's my thing. So, like, I always look at what 50 Cent, how 50 Cent looked out for uh, Sean Money, except he turned down the offer. Mm-hmm. So when he offered him points on Get Rich or Die Trying versus the action, yeah. he didn't understand it then. He said, nah, just go ahead and give my money up front. Yeah. Looking back now, he probably should have been like, you he know what? I, be, probably, I, probably, I probably should have took the points instead of my ex, my, but I my, think my he, payout. He's smart enough. He took points on some other albums. But see, here's the thing, though. My thing be is just put the ear to the artist. Mm-hmm. If you know better, do better. 
50, 50 probably could have been like, nah, I'm going to just go ahead and pay him the money. He presented him an option. A lot of execs, they don't even offer an option. Yeah. You see know what I'm saying? So I think that's, I think it's just a, a stepping stone because we all want to get to a better place in, in terms of our music, especially when you present it a certain way, like y'all have a relationship past the music business. Did Birdman, when Birdman gave Wayne his shit back, did he give everybody else his shit back too? Or was it just Bird, uh, Wayne? No, I think that was a money issue. I don't think it had nothing to do with the publishing. Yeah, no, I think it was some money that he was owed. Well, even with that period, like, they I mean, owed, he made it right. He know he had to make that shit right. No, I'm right. just saying, like, with that situation, like, that's like, they look, all of them look at each other as family anyway, because they all seem to come back to Birdman in some way. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's different. So, yeah. Speaking of that, man, how you feel about BG being home? Finally free, man. And you see he was right there for waiting on him. Birdman was right there. So Yeah, it looked like they about to put a tour together type shit. Yeah, he said he's going to work on a hot boy reunion and all. So, you know. You know, who's just going to sit back and see what comes from that? Honestly, I'm just glad he home. So, you know, that's over with. He can get back to, you know. He's, he said to me, I'm trying to run it back up. So, he back on that type of time. So, just going to give him time, see what he got going on. But, yeah, facts. You know, no more free BG, BG free. So That's, That was real good to see. That was real good to see. Uh, I'm definitely interested to see if he even do some music. Might take him some time at first to get back, you know, in shape. But, I mean, we'll see, man. It'd, be, it'd definitely be dope to see. I still feel like he could get out here and get it popping, though. So Facts. Good to see BG. I mean, home, he's, still, he's still highly respected, so. Oh, know. yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. For sure, for sure. So, um... We got to get some flowers to Coco Golf, man. Um, she's the first team winner since Serena in 99 to win the U.S. Open. Coco 19, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah she's, she's like 19. There. They showed a video of her when she was four or five, and she was at the U.S. Open with her parents, and she was she was dancing mm-hmm. when it was over. That 11 shit, years ago was crazy because that shit was only 2012, 2011, bro. That shit crazy. She was a kid. That she shit like, still seemed like it was like today. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. 2011, 2012 don't really seem like it was 11 years ago, my nigga. That shit seemed like two, three years Taylor's ago. Hey, this time shit not really real, bro. Like, it's just, we just here. Like, honestly. I think more and more as I talk to you and we, like, we, like, we, uh, like, we do more shows, you really start to speak about that more about the time shit. It's not, man. <laughs> you starting to really I still remember shit, shit from real. back then real real vividly, bro. So far, it's still it's, So you think at times a social construct. I wouldn't say that, but it's like it's like damn, bro, like like you said like the the sense of time, like it's like, bro, like that shit seems like you still have vivid memories from 10 years ago. Especially with social media now is basically archiving everything. Like internet seeing, is forever. Seeing that video of Coco Golf, like you know, yeah, that seemed at, like at, yesterday. That seemed like yesterday, bro. Especially when you got a a timestamp for that. That was twenty twelve. Like, damn, that's crazy. That is crazy. Sometimes I be forgetting it's twenty twenty three. I ain't even gonna hold you. You better be twenty twenty four. Yeah, like tw- I still I still remember a lot of shit from nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. Nigga, the world shutting down seemed like last year, and that and, was twenty twenty. And they're talking about more shutdowns. Man, this COVID shit been kicking up. Yeah. Y'all got to be mindful of uh, uh, people, man. Be careful. I'm about to be masked up again. I, I never really stopped, but I'm about to be masked up a little bit more when I go out in public settings, bro. But um, shout out to Coco Golf, man. She had a great tournament. Um, Definitely wanted to go unnoticed. Um, She definitely deserves her props, and I think this is just the start. It's a start for her, this man. This is the start. She got it's way more. She got way more, She can man. go on a serious run, bro. Shit, Naomi coming back, too. You can know? you see her surpassing Serena one day? 
I know, man. Serena was a titan. She's bro. a different. It's she, a different she animal. A titan. You got to think by by nineteen, Serena already won a couple, right? Serena was winning when she was like eighteen. Yeah. No, you're right. So it's like, and you got to think she got she got single. She got a lot of singles, but she also her and her sister was doing doubles, mm-hmm. whooping people ass, getting trophies and shit. So mm-hmm. you know, she she set herself. Serena set herself so far ahead, bro, as far as accomplishments and accolades, mm-hmm. bro. Just to get in that in that tier would be a major accomplishment for Coco. So, like you said, it's still the beginning for her, you know. I I saw a salute to uh, Naomi Osaka. She was in the crowd too. You know, she's about to bounce back from her child, having her child, and all that. So, you know, it's what it is, man. We I think tennis in good hands with them too. So, we'll be all right. No, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, tennis is definitely in a good place right now. So, um. Uh, NFL week one. We here, man. We here, man. Had the first game Thursday. Lions. Jeez. It's golf. It's golf, bruh. Dog. I'm not going to do the uh, overreacting, week one overreacting, but the Lions. Oh, them, them shits be beautiful, though. I they be beautiful, but I've, I've, <laughs> I've been... I've been team golf. Niggas know I've been shouting yeah, out. Yeah, I team. like Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff. I feel like even when he first came last year was his first year in Detroit, right? I even when he went to Detroit, I felt like uh No, twenty twenty one. He needed some time to get some shit together. I feel like even the Lions getting this that being the first game of the season, I feel like people kinda know that he's he's turned the tide in, in Detroit. Oh, it boosted just, their confidence. Oh yeah. Even uh Gardner, CJ Gardner, he was like, "This not this, this not the same Detroit no more." After the game, with the ski mask on and shit. I feel him. I feel him. Hey man, they supposed to feel like that. Y'all beat the defending champions first week, so you know, just keep building on that. I don't know. They coach was fired up. Shouts out to them. Shout out to them, man. So uh, um, they've been killing uh Kadarius Tony too. Terrible game. Terrible game. But, him, and, uh, him and Johnny Wilson like this. They posted uh they posted bruh from Happy <laughs> Madison. He was like, This this is hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Them drops was inexcusable. Yeah, inexcusable, bruh. And he was wide open dropping shit. Like I'm talking about the next man was like at least five yards from him. Mm-hmm. Wide open type shit. So who who we think gonna win these divisions? Let's run through division division real quick. So let's start in the AFC North. You got Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Cincinnati. This is gonna be between Baltimore and Cincinnati. Who you think winning it? My gut tells me Cincinnati, but I want to see Baltimore win. Drew, who you got? Uh, I'm at the. It's tough to go with that because it's you don't know how Joe Burrow is going to come back. Mm-hmm. You don't know how that return is going to be. You don't know what Deshaun Watson going to do. Right, but I know who's here, who's paid and ready. Right, and that's Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I'm about to go with Lamar. They All done. Right. They gave him the weapons he wanted. It's time to put it together. Yeah, it's time to put it together. Yeah, you're right. All right, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Um, AFC East, we got Buffalo, Miami, Patriots, Jets. Who we got winning? Jets. Jets. I got the Jets winning. <laughs> you got the Jets? I got. I still got the Bills winning the division. I got the Jets winning, man. I, got I think Jets. if they put it all together, AR, I mean, I can never go against Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going with That's the what Jets. I'm saying. A- AR there now, man. I got to go with the Jets, bro. All right, all right. So we got AFC South, Tennessee, Indy, Jacksonville, Houston. Coast Nation, baby. You said go. Indy, Jacksonville, Houston, and who else? Tennessee. Mike's going Jacksonville. We know this, but nah, I ain't going Jacksonville. Go. <laughs> <laughs> who you go, going? Who you going? We going? I'm gonna go with the Colts. Hey, Colts. let's go. I'm go I, I, I'd probably say the Colts. I think they. Hey, catch, me, I think. I think they'll catch Jacksonville off guard. Let me address the uh, 
that tweet right quick, man. Shout hey. out to Ralph. Yeah, big up, Shouts Ralph. Shouts out, man. Ralph, man. Shouts out, home team kicks, man. Shouts out, my nigga, Ralph, man. Yeah, big up, big up, man. Um, let me just say, man, I'm I'm not against the Colts. <laughs> I, I'm, I, there's no, you know, hate. It's just the hate towards Jim Mercer. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the only thing. There's never no doubt. I think, ultimately, we put together the team. We've got the, the, the pieces. I'm just worried about the corners. But mm-hmm. other than that, man, pay JT. That's my biggest right. thing. Stop playing in this nigga face. Y'all paid the fucking long snapper. Extended him too. Extended the long snapper. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? This is the shit I be saying. Stop playing that's, in this that's nigga face. That's blatant disrespect. One hundred percent. They did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then and then you can get a long snapper, my and nigga. And then Chris Ballard goes to go and says, "Bro, what's what's the hold up?" And he's like, "We won four games last year." Well, nigga, that that long uh, snapper was there last year too. So why he get the extension? JT can't. You see what I'm saying? You're playing in the man face. Stop playing in the man face. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but go ahead, Mike. Oh no, yeah. So uh, I got the coast though. I got all the coast. Right, all right. So AFC West: Denver, Las Vegas, Chargers, Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. All right. Let's switch over to the NFC. NFC East: Dallas, Giants, Eagles, Commanders. Eagles. Eagles. I'm gonna go Dallas. You going Dallas? Why you got Dallas? I think they have the best roster in that division. Eagles do got a lot of new people. You right. Eagles do got a, a shit ton. They lost a lot. You right. It all. It's all gonna fall on Dak Prescott, which I think Dak is capable of. He just gotta finally put the shit together. No more excuses. I can't go. Against we said that last year with Dak, though, bro. Yeah, I can't go against the Eagle Dogs on defense, and um, oh, they got some Eagles. dogs on defense. Yeah. They do. They got all of Georgia past see, three years. See, Dallas, Dallas crazy. legit don't got no holes on their team. Right. Like Eagles, I think they're gonna take some hits at the running back position. They're doing it by committee. I ain't really holding it too much against them. And I think Dallas defense is better than theirs. I wouldn't argue that. Yeah. So, um, NFC North. We got Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. I, I, think, it's, I think that is one of the hardest officials That's a toss to, up. That's to a really toss think up, of because Aaron Rodgers isn't there anymore. And it's time for somebody to take over, essentially. Fields, Cousins. Yeah. Golf. But you also gotta it can't I can't count out Jordan Love because I, it's just very unseen. He's coming off of you know one of the uh, watching one of the greatest to ever do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and then preseason looked good to me. Um, I'm not going to count out Green Bay. I think their defense is is always going to be a pretty. He got to control his narrative this He's, year, though. 100%. He got to control his own it's up, narrative. It's up to Jordan Love, but I think that's a toss up. But if I had to throw a flip a coin, I'm going with Chicago. I think Chicago not a bad pick. Chicago I, I not a bad pick. I just think Chicago's going to be. Justin Fields put it together. I, think I would say DJ would, Moore's there now. Uh, I think. I mean, I just you see, you got to look at relationships, and that's my biggest thing, you know. And I, out the gate preseason, first fucking pass, you take it to the house, or oh, they already clicking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think. I think. He's taking enough criticism. He's 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 taking enough. Mm-hmm. I think last year we saw a good bit of like what he can do, but I think he's going to put it all together with DJ Moore being there now. I'll say this though, man, because you know I'm, I'm into the card realm, man. Justin Fields got a lot of believers, bro. I've just been watching yeah, this summer. It's been a shit ton. His 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 market as far as that goes, sports memorabilia market, has been booming. Like he got a shit ton of believers, so. That's not a bad pick, man. What y'all think about as far because Kirk Cousins still in Minnesota, right? Is yes. it Kirk Cousins? Y'all both going Bears? I don't know. I don't know, bro. Because I want to. I think it's the Vikings division to lose. I want to. I want to say the Vikings, either the Vikings or the Lions, bro. Because just just based off who they, they won it last year. Just based off of experience. 
I so think they like, have the most experienced roster. I like what the Lions doing, but I don't think they're there with the Vikings yet. Yeah, Justin Jefferson's a fucking dog. That's so. what I'm saying. He and him and him and Kirk click together. So yeah, it's like do. I don't they know, do. bro. Like, but I think Justin Justin's literally gonna have them boys on his fucking yeah, back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Kirk Cousins not running like Jeff, Justin Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? Uh, excuse me, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, just if you lock down Justin Jefferson, you you don't really have kind of Dalvin, Dalvin Cook's not yeah. there anymore. So. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know really with the It's Vikings, a tricky division. 100%. Tricky. That's it's why tricky. I said that one. Of all the divisions, that's it's always that toss-up with the Eagles and, and Dallas divisions. I know, like, yeah. nigga can have a It's been like that, though. Always been like but that. But this year, but for this that spring, division right there, it's a toss-up, bro. It's a true toss-up, bro. Because it's been some key pieces taken out of that mm-hmm. division. Right. So, so Mo undecided. Drew, you got... Bears. No, if Bears. I I'd probably go uh I'd probably go Vikings, bro. I'd probably go Vikings. I ain't gonna lie, man. That's something I I really do like the Bears. I think they they have the young core to really put it all together. But I just I I, I fuck with Green Bay, bro. Like I I know their defense, what they're going to do. It's just the Jordan Love thing. It's yeah, a question mark. It's a question. Right. So so over so what we say is the Vikings to lose and the Bears to win. Yeah, essentially. That's a fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So NFC South: Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Panthers. Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Panthers. You see, that's a lot of it's a lot of new faces in that <laughs> shit. Yeah, too. that too. That's a lot. That too. That too. Um, to win, it's really a toss up. Y'all have a very good chance. It's, I mean, who got the best defense in that division? Uh, us. Saints. I think us. I think Saints. Of of a veteran core defense, I, I have to say Saints. Saints. What'd you say? He you says say you, you still defense, used... defense. Oh. I'm just talking about uh, who y'all got as the winner. Mm, I think it's I'm gonna go. Who's uh? They got uh Derek Carr there now mm-hmm. with the Saints. You gotta get it done, Derek. Yeah, Derek gotta get it you done. You gotta get it done, bro. This is this is a pivotal year for him. Gotta, you gotta get, get it, it done. done. So. Him and Dak in the same boat as far as getting shit done. Gotta get it done. Got to get it done. Um, I think. Carolina, it's a lot of questions of what can come with the rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I've seen the the, I've seen the step back. I've seen the comfortableness. He comfortable. Bryce comfortable. I'm so, and he's and he wins. Mm-hmm. So he's winning know. pedigree. I, it's is. I feel the same way about the last division we talked about. It's either going to be the Saints or the Panthers. It's up for, it's up for either one of them to win or lose. Uh, y'all know who I got. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> NFC West: Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks. I, my gut, my my mind first wants to say Rams, but I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I got 49ers. Top to bottom, best. They don't have the best quarterback, but top to bottom, their roster clears everybody else's in that division. I probably go 49ers too. And then Cooper Cup, he might not even play this year. That's what I'm saying. He hurt. Yeah, he yeah, hurt right he's now. on IR right IR now for right his hamstring. Now. Oh yeah, this not, man had to go to a a, a specialist. To see he's what's not going coming. On yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not gonna man, be effective. Come on, man, got him on a few fantasies, bro. I need that. And and you're talking <laughs> already. He's not gonna play until at least after week four. So yeah, yeah, that's already a blow. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. All Fucking right. Fantasy. So we definitely gonna see. So Drew had an interesting question this week. Um, what do y'all think is the hardest position to play on defense? Dun, 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 dun. I feel like it was when he presented the question, I thought it was pretty much consensus. But I mean, when he told me his answer, I could see why you have an argument. I'm definitely going cornerback. You said, you said back, right? I said linebacker. You said linebacker. linebacker. I say cornerback. I think cornerback is the hardest position to play in football, period. 
from the aspect of just staying with the receiver and staying just with reading? the receiver. You don't know what's gonna come. You know, you have to stay with that all game. Um, I mean, you just never know what's coming. I think, especially with the athletic ability. Um, oh, and you have to be very, very situational in terms of your keys, what to take gambles on, because you never know what's coming. Linebackers taking gambles too, though. The reason why I say corner is because I think linebackers, I'm not saying it's, I, I would put it number two, but because if for the most part, for some linebackers, because you have some linebackers who are just straight up generational. They run yeah. sideline to sideline. They're in their gaps. Da, 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 da. But if the front is doing what they're supposed to do, that kind of takes off a little bit for the linebackers. But linebackers have a lot to do. So the corners, that's just the that's the last line of defense, basically. No, nah, safety's the last line of well, defense. Well, safety, yeah. Uh, I don't know, bro. That, that might be a toss. That's a good question. That's a damn good question, though. It really depends on, like you say, the situation. But it's like... Are you specifically speaking the middle or outside? Or are you just talking about totality? Just in general. In general. Linebackers. Linebackers got to cover corners, runs. They got to cover They got to cover that middle. I don't know, brother. That shit might be a toss-up, bro. But corners, they got their hands full too, bro. Especially who you matched up with, bro. That shit tricky, bro. See, all right. What would you say? All right, you said corner. Easily. Okay. For you, Mo. I might have to go linebacker, bro. I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. Linebackers got their hands full, bro. 100%. It's like you say, bro, like, the niggas who are generational, they make it look so easy that it's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, Luke Keekley, them boys, they made that shit look so easy to the point where it's like, you kind of take it for granted how easy they make it look. Like you say, they generational. They On both sides of the field, they cover gaps. A lot of a lot of niggas can't do that, bro. On a on a high level, consistently, a lot of niggas can't do that corner wise too. But I just feel like corner, the- you got help. Now, if you get if that if that receiver is coming across that middle, and that linebacker follows that corner, and it's a run, if it's a draw or it's a run play, and you did not check your gap first, you're fucked. See what I'm saying? And you got that on the fly. 100%. Like, you have... It's just an instinct that you have to have. But you also... You're, you're checking your gas while watching the uh, a crossing receiver. You know what I'm saying? Luke Keekley, one of your favorite players, one of your mm-hmm. guys did that very well. Even mm-hmm. to be able to do man-on-man with the... Uh, running sideline to sideline. That's crazy. And still knowing what's going on. 100%. Like, that's crazy. Now, I mean, he would be calling out plays. He was yeah. calling out the play. Yeah, mm-hmm. he called but out also, the plays. But also checking his gaps first before he knows he has to go with that receiver. See yeah, they're yeah. basically the quarterback of the defense. When that's the corner, different. Yeah, when that's a, different. When a corner knows this receiver, he, they're looking at the legs, they're looking at the hands. They're, you already know what this receiver is about to do, technically, if you're a good corner. But your your, your job is one man. You know what I mean? Like, if, yeah, okay, if this corner is now coming to block me, you know it's a run. Get off the block and come handle what you need mm-hmm. to handle. But that linebacker should already be there, or that defensive line should already be there when it comes to the run. You see what I'm saying? You have to check that run first before anything, and that's a very hard task as a linebacker to check all your gaps, and damn, boom, have to bust out on the fucking, oh, you got to out, boom, I got to get to that. That could be a pick of a out of. An outside linebacker can get there if, fast if y'all enough. Playing single coverage, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's a lot that a linebacker really has I, to. And that's what I'm saying. You bought a you yeah. you, bought, you definitely bought a different perspective to it because I would have never thought linebacker, but it's a great argument because you essentially need your middle linebacker to be a quarterback. And I think with those guys, it's not really a need. As that's why 
And I also kind of look at the payment scale. Mm. So we all know when it comes to corners, bruh, it's hard. It is hard as hell to find a CB1. Mm. That's why when you get one, when you, get one, you, you got to keep them. Yeah. And then just the, t- just the task, because, bruh, especially with the era we in now, bruh, if you got a cornerback one, you better take care of that boy because it's, it's if to have that value right there, it says a lot, and then it kind of it kind of alleviates. Like I say this about Luke Kuechly, I miss Luke Kuechly a lot. Mm-hmm. Shaq Thompson has not filled his shoes, mm-hmm. but I'm not complaining about Shaq at the same time. If J.C. Horn goes down, and I seen it versus the Bucks last year towards the end of the game of the season, it was a fucking, I mean, it was ridiculous what Tom Brady was able to do when J.C. wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. But when J.C. is out there, bro, you got you think twice. Yeah. So that's why I say I think is you kind of. You definitely brought a new perspective to me with that. I would say it's close, but I'm a, I'm a still say corner as far as that. But linebacker, yeah. If that's why when Luke was out there, it was essentially he was a quarterback of our defense. Yeah. I mean, he gets the calls. You, it's a rare occasion when the cornerback is getting the calls. So when you got, I just feel like when you got that, it's like a lot comes with it. A lot it does. come, a lot it come does. with that shit, bro. I mean, I seen Luke Kuechly even in zone reads. He'll he'll drift off with the linebacker down the middle and come off that get a pick from a wide receiver making a I mean but that's just him being a yeah. film savant. A lot of linebackers can't also run sideline to sideline, shoot a gap even at the D line doing their job. No, you need to be there and he's there. Yeah. So I think that a, a lot of that has kind of played into it because I mean, bro, essentially if you don't have that, I haven't seen a team where. The cornerback is getting the plays in the headset. Mm-hmm. It's usually the safety or the linebacker. Mm-hmm. The linebacker is getting the calls. Nobody on the D line is getting the calls from the coaches. It's the linebacker or the safety. So, mm-hmm. I, I can I can see why Drew would say that. I never really thought about that, but that's a great argument. Yeah. Linebacker definitely has a lot of responsibilities. They definitely do. So this was a question also for all the listeners, subscribers out there. Um, what do you what position do you say is the hardest position in on defense? But um, just overall, overall, but I definitely think um, linebackers being the general of the defense and having to you know orchestrate to make sure even corners and safeties and everybody D line you see them boy come up move yeah over, yeah move, move over, over move over move over that's what I'm saying that's that. a great argument yeah that was a great that was a great question yeah. so hey listeners tap in give us your opinion on it that was a great question so yeah definitely because if that lineman is out of out of bounds the linebacker's coming up hey bro shift, I can't shift, shoot shift that shift guy. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta check the gap because I can't. Or you gotta adjust, period. Exactly. To the play call. If you can't see what what the gap is even looking like because you're too far over, okay, I can't check that before I know I need to go with that that so, uh, wide receiver. Even though sounds of the game, Luke Kigley used to be like, outside run, outside run, mm-hmm. ship, ship, ship. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a I lot. Mean, but you think about the 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 best of the best when it comes to linebackers. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Willis, um, Luke Kigley, Ray I mean, Lewis, Ray Lewis, Brian Erlacher. Yeah, I mean. That's so, a select group. That's a select group of players niggas, right there. Bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? That they said they so for part. 100%. And that's just in modern football. Like, this that's been a thing, though, like as far as that linebacker position. Yeah. Now you yeah, look at right. you look at Shaq Leonard now, who's not the typical big ass linebacker. He's more shifty, maybe me, me, a hybrid able, type. Yeah, yeah he's you know hybrid. Yeah. So it you see the game evolve and you're able to see this man get interceptions, get picks, and you know, you, you see this shit that I feel like it's. Um, I mean, I'd I be hoping a corner be there, but damn, a lot of times these corners be getting burnt, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but yeah, and it was interesting because um, me and Tune was watching um, 
the Colorado game yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, there was a linebacker that had to follow uh, Hunter. So it was like, it was a long day for you, my nigga. Oh, yeah. Mismatch. But, yeah, yeah, but you could see that, you know, that's just where the linebacker had to come to tail all yeah. the way over. Like, Hunter had enough time to turn around backpedal and catch the ball that's still. A, that's exploiting a mismatch. Yeah, you see what I'm if saying? If you get a wide receiver matchup on a linebacker, you better take advantage of it. 100%. But see, that's also your safety help, your corner help. That wasn't there. You see what I'm saying? He by they, himself. They're just by themselves. So that's our... But also, what what caused that that separation? He had to check the gaps first before he could even... Damn, yeah. where the fuck is Hunter at? Now he's playing catch-up. See what I'm saying? It's also an instinct thing. These are kids at college, so that's why mm-hmm. I'm saying that's completely different. But I'm just saying just as an example of how easy it is to be not a, the best of linebackers and make those mistakes, but it, it's a huge blow on the defense. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That corner can be like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to take that fucking tug on that jersey right quick. Yeah. I don't get burned. You know what I'm saying? Linebackers don't really got that, that option. Mm-hmm. We don't have that option. So that's where I'm at with it. Got you, got you. Yeah, so and shout out to Dion again. Oh, for sure. Big Another up. victory. Big Home up. opener. Had Turn everybody on. out there. Wu Tang out there. Spencer Dinwiddie. Um, Derek Dinwiddie White was out there. Yeah, yeah. So Derek White was out there. I mean, he had the whole camera on Shannon Sharp. Wu Tang being out there was crazy. Yeah, man, honestly. What's yeah. that? Um, Wu Tang can show up to uh Colorado, but no HBCUs. Man, he come there for Dion. They come there for Dion. Come there for Dion, man. They come there for Dion, man. Everybody showing up for Dion. I mean, the crowd sold out. I mean, so it was a great game, but another great game by Shador, man. Um, their defense still got to be better, but they got Oregon, I think, in two weeks, and then right after that USC. So those definitely gonna be tight. Then niggas said Drake gonna be on the sideline with a split jersey of Bronny and uh Shador. That's crazy. That's nasty. That's that's nasty. That's despicable. That's nasty. But I can see him doing that. <laughs> Definitely believable. That's, Definitely that, believable. That's crazy. That's believable. That is um, crazy. But I mean, again, so to Dion, man. Keep Big killing up, that man. shit, man. Keep, Keep doing it, man. Shit. Keep doing the thing. Love to see it. Love to see it. Love to watch the game. Love to actually be able to root for a college football team. Cause y'all already know I don't have a college football team and shit. Mm. So it's just been something. Yeah, that, niggas is getting on the Dion yeah, wave, man. You know hey, saying? I ain't mad at it, man. Yeah. TV so, so. coverage about to be crazy. Yeah. They might have game day back to back weeks in Oregon and USC. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. They might. Where, where else they going? Where it depends they going? on it depends on what sleep they got that week. It depends. But let me see because should Alabama, Texas, that's, that's supposed to be a big game last night. So Let me see what they got week for. So Clemson versus us. Yeah. Colorado, Oregon. Yeah, they're going to Colorado. They might go to Oregon. They might go. That's in Oregon. So they might go to that instead of us. So definitely, yeah. We, we definitely going to see, man. It's It's been great to see so far. And, hey, man, all I got to say is Clemson. We gonna fuck y'all up in a few weeks. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Alabama, Nick Saban. Woo! Y'all quarterback is ass. Bruh, ass? <laughs> He's ass. I'm sorry. He's he ass. He can't throw? No. He got if it ain't deep, he ain't doing nothing. He got legs, but he can't throw. If he ain't throwing deep, it ain't nothing. He running. Intermediate throws. Yeah. He got he gotta clean up his he has some nasty interceptions. Some shit that he was like, bro, why the fuck would you throw that? You didn't even go through your reads, so. Yeah, it's going to be tough sledding for Bama. And that SEC shit, kill it. Been telling y'all niggas, kill that shit. Yeah, that SEC but shit. Sa- is- but Saban, Saban and Dabo, y'all might have some long seasons ahead of y'all, man. 
I'm particularly uh, <laughs> praying. I, I want I want nothing but failure for Dabo Sweeney. We all I, know it. I've been very vocal about my disdain for that guy. So as long as he fails, yeah. I win. So and keep thinking that portal ain't doing you no justice. Yeah, you you want to do genuine recruiting? Okay, genuine okay. recruiting. You're gonna get your ass genuinely whipped. Shout out to so. my dog Keon Cole from Michigan State. Shout out to all my uh, transfer portal niggas on Florida State. We we run it up. Shout out to Bell from South Carolina Gamecocks. Big up, big my dog up. was a Gamecock. He came over to Florida State. Shout out to him. So hey, that's all I really got, man. I'm excited, man. It's week one. We about to get this bitch rolling. What's dog name? Uh, DJ Ugalele. That's how you say it. Yeah, yeah, Oregon State. No, his dad, his dad have been having some choice words for Dabble the last couple of weeks. Too, mm. so. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. Oh, you know, he praying on the downfall. Oh, yeah. His dad do not fuck with Dabble at all. Oh, so. And rightfully so, man. Yeah, he made so. some outlandish comments throughout uh, the past, what, four or five years now? Yep. And it showed a lot about Dabble. And I also think this is what the universe is showing us. Like, this is what you get, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you want to minimize these, these guys off of making money for themselves and you got the biggest grab to again also off of Kaepernick shit. You know what I'm saying? You had so much shit to say about that. You know He said people should go to another country. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think then like, the NIL, the NIL. Yeah, that's, that's my that's saying, my thing. Like niggas, niggas really was Eurostepping him saying people need to go to other countries. That's so racially undertoned, bro. Like <laughs> and people tried to make it seem like he just was talking like, nah, this this crack this cracker really feel like this. And like, now and y'all struggling with them boys off of two oh five A. What are we talking about? They put yet? up sixty six to be fair. That's just six minutes away from here, man. Yeah, literally six minutes from here. But had him on the ropes at first. Had him on the ropes. They put a little sixty six. They threw a pick six. They threw a pick six. That quarterback K Kublik or whatever the fuck his name, that motherfucker is ass. We about to do something nasty to him in a few Please weeks, bro. Do. Please yeah. do. I'm not worried about them niggas at all. Yeah, I promise you I'm not. Yeah, you got you struggling with them boy from two oh five. No, let him keep doing his genuine recruiting. It's all good. Yeah, let him keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we doing both over here though, and other teams is doing that as you can see. Yeah. I, did, that, I did not see Texas doing what they did to Bama. I'm even gonna that hold you. dinosaur way of thinking is gonna keep them niggas back. Keep them, keep them. Yeah, we, it's a new wave coming. It's a new wave coming, man. Know? So I'm definitely interested to see how to. And it's crazy because the Pac-12 about to break up and. It, you see how oh, these sure. yeah, running up. Yeah. Oregon doing anything, Colorado doing, USC doing, and now look at y'all. Mm -hmm. That's what you get when you chase that money. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm definitely interested to see in two because Dion got Oregon and USC back to back week, so it's gonna get crazy. Better hold your hands up like a funnel and let them blessings come in. Yeah, <laughs> let them come on in, man. So. <laughs> how do how old girl? How old girl? Kiki Shababa. That means the blessings will come in. Yeah. <laughs> so niggas is excited, man. Niggas yeah, excited oh, for yeah, week man. one. Yes, hey, sir. We here. I'm about as excited as I can be to, to know that I'm playing the Eagles today. So you know, mm. that's what it is like, you know. And Zeke, you trust. And Zeke, Zeke you trust. I, I have no choice. I have no choice, my brother. How you feel about Juju Nee, man? That's been a big um, conversation. I mean, he say he good, but that's he's going to say that. Um, I don't know how something like that would leak to media from, you know, our staff. That's never happened. Like, we keep shit like that close-knit. So if that is true, then, I mean... We Look fucked. Like he, we paid him he, for three years. So. Oh, he, he, I don't mind getting. I have one thing. Teams don't mind getting out them deals. Don't get it fucked up. Oh, that's true too. But I mean, <laughs> we brought we brought him here. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. So it was like you know, all that knowing that we could have not only had Hopkins and we should have made a real play at getting Trey Lance. 
Mm. I'm kind of looking at shit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. We'll see. So, so before we get out of here, final score predictions for y'all teams. I got 28-16 for my Panthers. Man, I got a field goal win because I already know how this shit about to go. Field goal win? If we win, it's going to be on some field goal shit. Yeah. Let me just say this right quick, that it's so hard to really, like the first four weeks to be like, damn, I want these niggas to win. And it's so essential that we win the first four games because yeah. the first are two divisional games. Are two. But it's still like, damn, like if we do well, they're not going to pay JT. Oh, yes. yes. If, if we suck... We have to pay the gotta man. Gotta pay him. We have to pay the man. So that's the dilemma. But um, one more question: Even if y'all in a situation y'all have to pay JT, you think the other running backs taking that chump change affects his market? Uh, well, I think it's well, Real, realistically. What you think he'll sign for? I, I I hope that he gets what uh uh Barkley at least gets. Give him some incentives and give him 10, 13, whatever. And I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Because I also, but it's, it's still one of those things like you don't really want to go get a running back because there's niggas like Fournette out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's always going to be a notable. There's a nigga like Hunt out there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if you niggas really have want to go ahead and move on from JT, we would have done that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think the shit about talking about going to get Dobson from Green Bay and the shit about Weddle in Miami, I think that's all cap. I think that's just all just just hoopla. I think these teams I think these teams, like you say, that's a great point. These teams know that there's always gonna be a notable name out there at the at the running back, or like you say, like like might say, running back by committee. We don't know who else on the team who's a potential dog, like I just wanted to get to a place where they're 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 fairly compensated. No, but no. I mean, due to the nature of that position, I just don't know. If you're averaging two point two yards a carry, my nigga, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Three yards a carry, you're not but getting that's, paid. But that's that's a lot of scrutiny they place Four, on that, on that position. Like they place a lot of scrutiny on that position, but it's like We'll see. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's only because I feel like we know that we're going back into the era of mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know your quarterback can run, which was the thing with Vic. And it's accurate. 100%. Now these niggas mobile and accurate. As a running back, it's going to be more what you can do outside of running. 100%. You need to be a Christian McCaffrey. You need to be a Debo Samuels. You know what I'm saying? Miles Sanders. Yeah, man. So... You got to be more versatile, and that's one of those things. Those downhouse. I mean, there's not even fullbacks in the league anymore. That's a great. I meant to. I wanted to bring that up. There's. What's the last like notable fullback we had? If they are, they kind of like a tight end hybrid. They, they are hybrid. They are hybrid. So it's like. No, Mike Osardes is cooked. That's cooked. That's what I'm about to say. We're not We're doing that. No John Coon days. Yeah, that's, that's over with. Yeah. That's over. That's it. That's over. So, Which is crazy because the fullback was a very vital piece to offense at one point. Because mm-hmm. these, I mean, some some backs can't even handle the defensive line that's coming in. Exactly, you, know you needed a fullback. You needed, you full needed a fullback. So mm-hmm. yeah, but to be able to drop that tight end up, you know, what I'm saying off the line and stuff as essential, like a fullback mm-hmm. as a somebody who's going to pull that eliminate that eliminates the, that eliminated the fullback. But you ain't going. The identity of the NFL has always been the quarterback sits in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see college yesterday alone. I mean, the boy from Nebraska, uh, Sims, he's a mobile quarterback. You got Sh- Sh- Shakur, he's a mobile quarterback. Shador. Shador, excuse me. 
He's a mobile quarterback. But he got um, good pocket presence, 100, too. He wanted to stay in the pocket, yeah. and that was a good thing to I'll see. I'll give him that. Yeah, he can throw. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because if if he was just to take all the shit about the legs, then it's like, okay, well, he ain't nothing but a runner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He, we get the Lamar Jackson effect. Well, no, he, wa- he, he was sitting there holding the ball, taking sacks because shit ain't open. Fuck mm-hmm. it, I'll take the sack, but right. I ain't taking the interception. He should have run a lot of them shit, but he got one rushing yeah. touchdown. But big up, man. Big up. Big up, so, big up. Um, yeah, man. Shout, shout out to all the listeners, you know, subscribers, supporters, everybody in the city doing anything. You know, once again, um, you know, like, share, subscribe to us on YouTube, the SoundCloud, the Apple. Um, if you want to hit us on the Cash App, we're on the Cash App at WJTM Pod. Um, just continue to run us up, man. And we always going to be here for y'all, you know delivering for y'all every week and um if you're pushing for anything man just stay consistent with the shit don't worry about you know the views the listeners um if you take your punches take your punches and stride because you're gonna have punches you're gonna get punches whatever level you at bro. whatever level you just gotta keep you gotta sometimes keep pushing. They, gonna, they, they get worse as you go on facts they, they coming so you know sometimes you're gonna hit a high valley sometimes you're gonna hit a low you're gonna be in a low it's, it's peaks and valleys in this shit but as long as you're consistent that's the only thing you got to be focused on, man, because I know it's a lot of y'all out here, man. I know it's tough, especially with this economy out here, bro. But if you got a passion for something, man, and you're able to do it, bro, you know, assess your situation and just keep it pushing, man. If you got to take a little break, take a little break, but don't ever stop. That's my biggest thing. I always tell tell my youngins, you know, people who reach out, bro, don't stop. Keep going, bro. As long as you're consistent, you will be blessed in the long run if it's really what you want to do. If you're looking... Just to get something, you know, you know, out of it. You ain't really got no passion for it. It's gonna fall by the wayside. But if you love what you do, keep pushing, bro. That's all I really got to say. No facts, facts. And then you're also looking to get your um, your logo, your pla- uh, your face, your prop, uh, your merch, anything that's you want us to put up on this show. Tap in, man. Write tap us in. an email. Let us know how we can help you and how you can help us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We all about that, man. So you know. I hope y'all listen to those Jews that my brothers dropped just now. You know, it's all valuable situations and information. So, well, before we get out here, man, if you hear anything that gets you in your feelings, you hear something that gets you, you know, riled up, always remember. We're just some messengers. We out. Peace.